Pillager Fun. Pillager were there. Boy, man, I'll tell you. That's you know what? Peter North beer can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that, is that your first time Peter there? North. <laughs> 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 I'm so glad. Nick says, it's never happened this way. This is just the first time. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not usually like this. Oh, I have uh, shampoo in the closet. You got volume and distance on that one. Holy cow. The, uh... Well, that's a that's take two. No, man, I don't think we could. I don't think we could replicate that launch. That was three beers going off in rapid. Right, we'd have to open two. three more beers. And I'm going to tell you that the, the Miller High Life was never so emasculated. When that thing went off, it was like boom, bah, scrant. It's like fuck, man. Yeah, the winter why winter, did he... where it was the PBR? Well, it, yeah. That's, that's the, the, the trick is you have to let them age in your garage for three months, <laughs> and then transport wow, it in your scooter. Right, right. Yeah, and then put it in the back in your top box yeah, that's right. barely like on because it doesn't really fit right, so it shakes. So it's it's like a paint shaker. It is a paint shaker. Yeah, yeah. 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 Top yeah. cases are very bad for storing beer in or <laughs> transporting beer. In. To my immediate left is Oscar and Michael and Cam and Chris Smith. And Nick, Sleepy Sinch, and your humble narrator, Phil Waters. Uh, wow, we are getting to the fucking chilly month, in we? Yeah. All of a sudden, we went from like, yeah, seventy-five in October's really nice, like Halloween and sweating my balls off in my costume kind of thing, <laughs> to oh no, we still got a week left, mm -hmm. and Mother Nature just fucking was like, we're gonna spend it, guys. This is it. We we're gonna remind you. We're gonna make all the leaves change in one day, yeah. and that's I, that's what happened. It it jumped, got cold, hard, and fast. Um, Did you enjoy the foliage? Foliage. The foliage. <laughs> what do you say? Foliage. Foliage. Foil. 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 Coach. I haven't had time hockey. Time. <laughs> <laughs> sure. yes. How do you say it? Fo foliage. I don't know foliage. anymore. Foliage. Now that you said that, yeah. I can't hear it. Foliage. Foliage. All I know is I'm gonna say foliage from now on. Yeah, because that is fucking way funnier. Oh my gosh. Dolly, nice. check out the foliage. <laughs> oh man. Oh, it was good. Yeah, it was fun. It was nice to see you. <laughs> I, was driving, yeah, I was driving around the other day, Monday, doing some pickups and deliveries. I happened to be on the east side. Yeah. And that's where we do have the rolling hills, you know? Mm -hmm. The rolling hills of Jaga County. It's beautiful there. And I just happened to be, it was the day when all of the trees that turn red turned red. Yep. And it was like somebody put a filter on the world. Because I was in a neighborhood where I think there was like two yellow trees. Mm -hmm. And everybody else was a red tree. Mm -hmm. And these were formerly green trees. But yeah, they were getting their money's worth the other day. We, so like, we this actually, would be the weekend to go out. Yeah, and it, that's true. And I was down in West Virginia. Well, I was in Pennsylvania first Friday, Saturday last weekend, and it was good. All the red stuff had already fallen. Oh, so really? Kind of weird. Yeah. And then well, I they're not down, as hardy down there. Yeah, and, and I, I don't know what the hell happened. It was just all yellow. <laughs> yeah. And then we went down to West Virginia, and they were like a week behind. Like it wasn't even really setting yeah. yet. Huh. And then I came back to Ohio, and I'm like, why the hell did I leave? Now well, this is it's it. Perfect. Right yeah. This is our fucking yeah. week right yeah, here. So, I mean, this is the good. one. Um, and in the ultimate game of opposites, Cedar Point on Saturday was record park attendance. I saw that. Wow. wow. Period. Really? Closed, shut the doors, locked them down, said, go home. <laughs> You're done. Nobody's coming in. And this is hollow weekends. So this is like the kinky weird cedar point, right? Um, and it is. If you go there, you'll see, <laughs> you'll see girls in bustiers who we know aren't old enough yet to bustier. get a tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> right. And 
<laughs> but yeah, they actually locked the park. They actually took nobody's admission. You couldn't get in. The parking lot was full. Was it reduced admission? No, because um, I think what may have happened, and I shouldn't even be saying this, but you know, you get to Halloween weekends and it's like forty-five bucks to get in, but it's twenty to park. So you're sixty-five bucks in before you've had a hot dog, right? And you're gonna wait in line for the ride, so you're probably gonna do a fast pass kind of thing so you can get to the front of the line, or a fast pass plus if you wanna to get to the front of the fun and exciting ride lines. So you could be on the hook for $300 real easy before you've lost your money on the Guess My Weight game. So there's this thing that they came up with literally a month or so ago. For $99, you get a season pass for the remaining of this year, which would have been like, what, a month, right? And I did it. But not only do you get a season pass for the remaining of this year, but you get the season pass for all of next year. Wow. For 99 bucks. Jeez. Plus, it's free parking, which is 20 bucks Ooh. every time you go. So you basically have to go to the park twice to pay for this one $99 investment. Well, I think they marketed this thing out, and everybody went, well, fuck yeah. You know, I like fun. So for $99, <laughs> I'm going to go buy this dumb thing. Since I purchased my pass, I've been to the park three times. So mm -hmm. I've already... Mm -hmm. yep. You're already in the black. Yeah, I'm, I'm running good. I'm they had, a, they yeah. had a news story about it. There were like people from West Virginia in their yeah. car crying. Yeah. Like, we drove five hours. We can't they closed the streets down. We got yeah. nowhere to go. Well, because getting into Cedar Point, you've got yeah, you know, Route two, 250 yeah. and you've got the causeway. The causeway, people live there and it's just a two-lane road. Mm -hmm. And you've got water on one side and mansions on the other. And I guess somebody got out of their car to take a leak <laughs> and oh. got got murdered. Uh, what? Yeah. I don't think I don't know if he died. No, he got killed by he got hit by a car. Oh, oh. So wow. the the lineup was so insane, the whole causeway, which is miles long, was just bumper to bumper. Because the causeway, if you think you're being sneaky and taking the causeway into the park, the causeway just dumps you back out onto US Route twenty, which is where all the people who are east of the park are using anyway. So it's just a prettier way to do five miles. Well, I guess the guy got out of his car to take a leak and got hit got creamed because he just assumed that because all the traffic was gridlocked westbound, it must be gridlocked eastbound too. But no, the people were going 50 miles an hour in the other lane. Now, did you so, ride to, to avoid the traffic or did you drive? I didn't go. I happened to be going, I was at oh. Theater Bazaar when this oh, happened. Oh, that's right, that's right. And what was funny is on my way back from Theater Bazaar on the motorcycle, mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I'm not nearly hung over enough. <laughs> and I do have a fast pass in my pocket and I am on a motorcycle. Yeah. I should just go to Cedar Point because it was a Sunday. Nice. Yeah. And I was like, it's Sunday. It's noon. I've already done an hour and a half of driving. You're going to drive past it anyway. i got to drive past it anyway to get to my house. Mm -hmm. Might as well go to Cedar Point. And I was, I shouldn't admit to this, but I was riding the motorcycle and I was doing a little bit of research. <laughs> on the way there. Clearly, I was doing yeah. this all voice activated yeah. through my yeah, Senna, yeah, yeah, yeah. through my Senna Ten C with your iPhone Twelve, which right. nobody's seen yet. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it, I when I caught the news story about how the park had been literally locked down on Saturday because it was over capacity, then I lost the desire to go mm. Sunday, even though it was seventy-five degrees and sunny. Right. That's why the park was so fucked because, mm -hmm. it, you know, kids were off of school yeah, and right, right. Yep. seventy-five degrees and sunny. That doesn't often happen in the middle of October. Mm -mm. So I took a pass. So the moral of the story is 
with the guy that got creamed is that yeah. w when you're coming up from West Virginia and drinking a lot of beer, where it depends. Well, yeah, or pee in a cup, man. Just, you know, always yeah. keep an extra coffee cup around, you know. There, if you're ever in my car and you see there's like one rando big plastic, Don't like 32-ounce <laughs> big gulp cup kicking around the floorboards, that's not what you pour your coffee in. You don't make a drink in that one. That one's that's the pee cup. That one has a purpose. Yeah. You, you You're could say down. you could say the moral of the story is keep all of your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times <laughs> until the ride comes to a complete stop. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day here at Cedar Point, the amazement park. You could be sadistic too. It's like you know it is the season, so you have your Patterson's uh, yeah. cider, cider bottle. Yeah, just have uh, that filled up late in the car. You uh, know, maybe yeah, it's... that would be a yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, so that was cool. Um, I did. We the road, Phil. Yeah, right on. <laughs> the uh, yeah, I rode the BMW out there. Now you rode the your bike down to West Virginia, right? Mm -hmm. That was cool. Yeah, Good ride. The V Strom 650, and mm -hmm. the wife was on the DR 650. Yeah, and like I said, we ran into your wife at the AIM Expo mm -hmm. when she was part of the Women Riders World Relay, yeah. and all those all those ladies were just man, they were. They make dudes look like we can't party. Yes, they do. <laughs> the excitement level was fucking yeah. eleven. Like they were super happy to be at the AIM Expo. Yep, and they were. They were going around and making sure that everybody knew that they were from Werwer, mm -hmm. and everybody knew that they were riding around planet Earth. Mm -hmm. It was really good. It, they they were not these little shrinking violets, you know. They they mm -hmm. were they I, were out there to get it. And I do think Liza would have stabbed any of us if we tried to touch the torch. I did. We did try to steal the baton. Okay. So I made a feign. I feigned a very light attempt. They have a case for the baton. You tried yeah. to kind of juker. I did. <laughs> I did, and uh, yeah. and yeah, and Haley, I think it was, had the baton on her back, mm -hmm. and you know they've got a wooden case for this thing with like seatbelt straps. Yeah, one of the husbands Jeez. made that. Yeah, it's freaking yeah. fantastic. It's kind of a cool sideline to that. My wife um, went down there and she was signed up late. She just kind of got a pass to be in there and whatever you had to do minimally to be mm -hmm. part of it, and she didn't sign up for the. There's like the mega pass where you get to be part of the inner circle and all this stuff. Oh, okay. She didn't yeah. do all that because whatever. She didn't get the special ring and tattoo. No. no so as yeah. it turns out, <laughs> as it turns <laughs> out, um, she she made friends with whoever in this little group on accident because yeah. she was like right there. Yeah. And the girl that, or the woman that had been carrying that case mm -hmm. said, "Oh, I'm really wiped out from carrying this thing for all day and stuff. Would you mind carrying right. it?" And so Holly was like, "Oh, sure." Yeah. So she ended up doing this, and she was carrying it, and then they get to wherever they're going. And they're and she's like, well, here to have the thing. She's like, no, no, just you carried it. This That's part. what Holly said when Keep we rode. Going. She said, I've been carrying the baton. So yeah, so yeah. she rode my dirt. It's an honor. Bag yeah, piece cool. of crap DR60 up on this podium <clears throat> and whatever. I, I want to see a picture of that. That's got to be fantastic. But yeah, that was pretty fun. So that DR. So you must have dropped that because she's not a tall person. What do you mean? It's got a oh, I've dropped it a lot. What's that? <laughs> oh, you mean height-wise? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean you must have <laughs> no, dropped it. I chuck it. And it's got a cop frame. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just dropped um, about an inch. It's dropped an inch and a half with uh, soupy links. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't do anything funny with the forks. I just did the old slide them just down. Just slide them down. Yeah, just like at home. That's fantastic. And uh, so I did that. And it's got a custom, it's a V-Strom seat that I right. that I put on there. It's a little wide, but it's a little low. Yeah. And she loves it. God it actually damn. pushes my nuts a little bit too close to the tank, but for her, there's no nuts to worry about, so it's right. perfect. Um, and uh, no, she loves the thing. I yeah. put a GS1200 windscreen on it, so it's like right there for her. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's all tricked out. Yeah, she was totally, she was jazzed. I'm never getting it back. No, you're never going to see that bike again, dude. I was going to, I mean, it's the nicest way I can possibly put it yeah. to you. She's licked it. Well, you know, yeah. it's funny. I didn't have any problems with this bike, really, aside yeah. from blowing it up, cracking the frame and all that, which we remedied. 
she, she's on the thing for an hour. That's her, all. Her phone falls off of a mount that I've used for 30,000 miles. <clears throat> so I buy a new phone. Right. Then she gets back. The fork, the fork seals are leaking all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Just like that. Yeah. So That's because the bike knows it's not you. I gave it a little fork. That, well, it's... I don't think it's getting any compression anymore. It's just static. Oh, that's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the chicken strips on this bike right. went from, a, like, whatever, minimal yeah. to, like, an inch and a half. Of course. We're in West Virginia, and I said, how the hell do you get around? Like, there's only an inch and a half of used tire here. Right. She's like, well, I don't go fast enough to lean. And I said, oh, oh really? <laughs> I said, oh, God. So oh, I didn't, really? That's not an argument you get into. No, you don't get no. in that argument. She's using no, back no. the 1920 MotoGP style where they right. held the bike yeah. up and just yeah. laid yeah. off Must of it. Must be. She yeah. doesn't move on the bike, dude. Which is, she I mean. She just sits there and it goes. And I don't argue with her. No, why would I, you argue? Your I, wife is riding Buku Miles on a cool bike. It like, did scare the shit out of me, though. As we're going through West Virginia, so we needed all secondaries there and back. Yeah. It was like a, whatever, 15, 20-hour trip. So on the way back, I'm paying attention a little bit after I saw these tires, and I'm just curious, like, how the hell does she get around? And so I'm watching, and she just straightens out every turn. Okay. She's on the oh, yellow. Uh, and, and so she's him. looking at the yellow like, oh, I'm in my lane. Yeah, well, Brodozer's got two exactly. feet of reach on his mirror, yeah. and your nugget <laughs> is a foot and a half over the lane because you are leaning a little, even though you don't want to, because right. there's a burnt, there's a camber to the oh, turn. Of course, yeah. And I, so I at one point said something to her, and she's like, oh, I hadn't really noticed that. She did she did make effort to stay to the right on turns from there on. Yeah. Well left hand turns. When you do get that when you do get that reality shock of like, oh you're you're right. Yeah. Their I watched tires so might mirrors. be on their side of the road, but their bumpers and mirrors and all that other shit and, hanging and off. And down there it's ev yeah. everything's a white pickup truck with yeah. oil stains on it. Yep. You know, and they don't give a shit. No, they don't. They're care. using the whole road. You know, yeah. watching porn on their iPhone same, or whatever. Same I mean, with the drivers. They're white dudes with oil stains. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I watch so many mirrors. It is the truck. It's in the truck. Head. Wow, that's scary. It's fucking, yeah, that, anyway, that's wild. But good times. Yeah. yeah right? and, I, and it is weird that this time of the year, because our shop slows down, and I don't have to drive a truck so much to transport shit around, I get to ride more. Very mm -hmm. nice. So it is fun to, to then be like, oh, I have all these toys and, and play with them all. For sure. Mm -hmm. And... and that really, for the past month, I've gotten better riding in than I got in the four months before it. But so. you know, you got to be careful of because, like last week, I went out really early in the morning just for like an hour. Yeah. Um, on Saturday, and uh, the leave like if you don't have cars that clear the road, <laughs> they right. can get gnarly quick. Of course. Yeah. 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 That is, I mean, that's the bane of everybody's. At least you don't have like the super trashy people just blowing their grass into the yeah. The road. We, yeah. we came across one of those in West Virginia. You know what? Blowing grass on the road. Bad never slowed me down i know you guys <laughs> i know there's people that have leaf blowers mounted the front of their motorcycles it <laughs> has never idea. bothered me once ever it doesn't it doesn't bother me for yeah. riding it bothers yeah. me when it's in my neighborhood and it oh. makes it look like hillbillies look ah, yeah, yeah. that's why i want there to be a law against it I'll, I'll ride over it every day you know what fucking but, i just came back from detroit better grass clippings <laughs> than burning couches yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> What what's that? Uh, that's that's a sleeper sofa. What's Here. that? It's a '91 Buick. Pro and they're all on fire. Pro tip about Detroit: if you're yeah. running out of gas, you can yeah. use the water. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man! Damn. There's but that is the that thing with Detroit. If you're going into Detroit and you're coming up 75, there is a whole 40 mile segment where they've apparently put concrete down that is rocked mm -hmm. i mean it's like if you look down your male tits will be shaking mm -hmm. yes exactly <laughs> it's maddening it's terrible 
And you're just trying to clip, you're trying to go like, okay, well, if I go 60, Duke, 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 Duke. And you're, you're, you're blasting this thing on each end. Suspension's involved. Yeah. You're like, okay, so fuck it, I'll go 75. Duke, Duke, Duke. And it's just as bad. Fuck it, I'll go 90. Duke, 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 Duke. You, know, <laughs> you can't win. So they poured like slabs that are just staggered. And it's left and right lane. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so great. They, they got concrete. Yeah. And so between the pads of concrete. Yeah. Expansion joints or whatever. No? Whatever, but they're not, they didn't they're, use any. They're, they're not smooth and no. flat. They're just all off a little yeah. bit. So every one you hit, and you go down 30 miles, and you're going... And it's wow. fucking, and you're like, okay, well, you know, clearly the trucks did that, so I'm going to go in the high speed lane, and it's absolutely just as bad. Well, you, you try, try the shoulder, ride, you try to ride down the center, <laughs> yeah, right, just in the and, yes. and you're still yeah. clipping. No, down it's the really, There's what's no way really amazing is when you cross that, when you see the sign that says like "Welcome to yeah. Michigan," and right. immediately the road turns to garbage. Exactly, it's not like yeah. a gradual yeah. thing. You're right, but but yeah. it's not that it turns to garbage. They decided to build the roads with concrete, right? right. Whereas everybody Instead else is building them with the asphalt, asphalt right. and smoothed out, so right. the concrete will. And it's just it's bit, just yeah. that yeah. thing. It's like every slab shifted. But the weird thing is they shifted the same way. So maybe it's just that idea of like a teeter-totter philosophy oh, right. is the leading edge of the concrete, when the 37,000-pound overweight tractor-trailer rig hit it, then it tips that down. And that's why they're all sort of ramped up. Huh. And you end up looking like a whole bunch of dominoes hmm. laid down. Well, it'd be nice if you're going up over them. Yes, exactly. It is better than the 90s. Enough. Like I, I had a, a, a truck one time driving out there, and I had aluminum wheels, and it yeah. broke a wheel in half. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. I mean, it was yeah. the, the roads were horrible mm-hmm. back then. And that is just a different thing. I mean, we're not, we're not not the goal isn't to shit on Detroit. We all know Detroit. We love Detroit. Yeah. We're there quite a lot. But there are elements of Detroit that are clearly Detroit. Right. Different. Yeah. I mean, and anybody from Detroit don't feel bad because we can Duck. go out for three hours about Cleveland. So, right. oh, exactly, yeah, right. Yeah, Nobody can shit on Cleveland like we can. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're really good at it. <laughs> I can tell you where all the fun stuff is. The, uh, but that is one of those being a motorcycle rider in this part of the world and going, okay, well, we have now leaves to think about. The beautiful, the beauty of the leaves, which we are totally in love with right now, is also about to be. 10 bags of leaves in every corner, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that's the whole thing. It's, you know, these trees are going to fucking lose their plumage, and it's it's game on, man. And you add a little bit of water to that. Foliage, though, wouldn't it? Foliage. 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 That bird's got beautiful <laughs> foliage. <laughs> so glad it's someone else in the barrel this week. Can you come everywhere? <laughs> it's always nice when he's not no. camping. <laughs> Isn't it fun, though? Oh, wait, this is educational time with Chris Smith. So I brought I brought White Raja beer. White Raja uh, from a local brew, the Brew right. Kettle. But yeah, Chris Smith kettle. said, "Do I know why it's called that?" And Is I, it like a racist thing? No, um, no. Oh. It sounds like a racist. Thing. It does, but it's not white beer. No, no. But it's a no. white IPA. They call it doesn't it. have a hood on it. <laughs> no. Does it have a dot? <laughs> it's got an <laughs> elephant. Though. It doesn't have a dot. It's, it's got it's got an elephant, and the yeah. elephants yeah. wearing See? a yeah, 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 yeah right. And it does have an English flag and a star, a stripey thing. So Chris, bring us up to speed. So the history of the White Raja is there's another brewery in town called Fatheads. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Fatheads yeah. brews a beer called Headhunter. Mm. Okay. All right. And so the people at the brew kettle figured out that in uh, literature that the yeah. White Raja hunted and killed 
The headhunter? Head oh. oh. So they kind of snuck that in the back door. You. In, within the Cleveland brew system. Beer Wars. Nice. Yeah, wow. yeah the Cleveland Beer Wars. So the White Raja killed the, the headhunter. Well, that makes a lot of sense because that's my like favorite, the Blackbird. My favorite uh, fathead beer is actually called uh, Fuck Brew Kettle IPA. So <laughs> where that came from, Fuck. and that wrapped around the whole can too. Yeah, <laughs> you can't see it all from one thing. You have to go like you old froth and schloth. Yeah, that's actually a beer. I know. I collected those cans like they were mad. They had slightly naked women on them. There you go. And it was old froth and schloth, and the whole their gimmick was that all their beer cans had. Slightly naked women from the noughties, from like the, the Roaring Twenties and earlier. So you'd be like, it's 1974, and here's Esmeralda with her fan dance. And you're like, eh, They were like eh. the ones that came on the pens. Yes. You kind of flip them over and like. <laughs> Speaking of that, your, your buddy um, Kevin from the Moonglow yes. posted something the other day on Facebook, and it made me think of this. Everybody that's aged, I'd say, 38 to like 50. If I say Herb Albert, what comes to mind? Tijuana Brass, Whipped Cream and Other yeah. Delights. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I spent wow. a lot of time with that album cover when I was Again, yeah. <laughs> Not going to doubt you on that one, buddy. Is that the same, <laughs> the, is that the same with the Farrah Fawcett poster? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same game. Yeah, yeah. I used, have, I, used have, I used to have the little kill, the, the, uh, Leroy, or, uh, Kilroy, Kilroy was here, here. sticking yeah. out of her bottom. Oh, so that was a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My parents must have hid that behind the Gaither Trio. I never saw it. <laughs> the Gaither Trio. <laughs> yeah, that was, and you think of back to that time of that album collection, and says, yeah, you had Herb Alpert, Whipped Cream, and Other Delights, and you're just like, she's naked under that whipped cream. Mm -hmm. uh, but then you also had like Bill Cosby, yeah, right, the Chicken Heart, and you're like, you didn't know, no, you didn't know, no. 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 Those two albums, the Bill Cosby one was way more dangerous. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, you you could have really. But there was yeah. at least half a boob showing. Like I mean, like there yeah, was, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was just like if you held if you held the album the right way, you could see nipple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, uh, you guys yeah. There's old Frothing Schloss beer can. Uh, yeah, and I'm convinced now, in retrospect, using my 50 year old eyes compared to my childlike eyes, yeah. looking at these things. Um, I don't think there was one beauty on any of the cans. <laughs> I think all the cans were, you know. A lot of love. Well, yeah, sadly, yeah. The can had one and a half circles, whatever that meant. <laughs> <I'm not sure. laughs> it was the beer or the can. Right, right. And, and like, yeah, and that was one of those ones that it did work itself out to be collectible only because of that idea of being like, uh-huh. Yeah, all right, I get it now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's definitely a thing. So for all you... Uh, what do they call it? Brewerania, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a foliage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Beautiful foliage. Uh, <laughs> it's oh, fantastic. Um, so, does, who's got a tip? And I mean, uh, uh, just a tip. <laughs> just, just a tip. And, just a tip. And, I got a shaft too. And just for a minute. <laughs> um, who's got a Who's got a good uh, a good heads up on some riding gear because. This is the time of the year when a lot of our listeners are going to be deciding that they're still going to be motorcycle riders, despite Mother Nature telling them that the car with the heated seats is probably a better idea. Um, There's those uh, jeans with the flannel in them. I need yeah. a pair of those. Yeah, that is a very good fucking starting off point. And like Boom Crash Opera said it's all about the onion skin. you got to layer it up. Yes, and you are right. Yeah, and that is, that is dead fucking true. 
The uh, what are you holding? You're holding something that does it have the word Klim on it? It's it a ski glove. Klims are okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, and thank you for bringing that up. No, this is actually not. So <laughs> okay, it's a snowmobile glove. Snowmobile glove. But here's here's the trick. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. So it has a, a center section. Right. So if you're if you're too hot, you can put your hand on the outer section. You get a little breathing through the top. If it okay. gets too cold, you put it. Oh, underneath. let me see that. That's my, really cool. My yeah. So it does have. Yeah, okay, so it's oh, got cool. different levels of intensity based right. on where you put your hand. Right. Hmm. That's my ex-wife. <laughs> one lets you feel the heated grips, one lets you feel your fingers. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's an excellent uh, point. Yeah. And, you know, that is a big part. When you start to get into actual real winter riding gear, yep. the good stuff is indistinguishable from snowboard gear. Mm -hmm. And both directions. And I do have a pair of extremely, for me, expensive, <clears throat> which means $100 winter riding gloves, and they are armored as a track day set of gloves would be, right. but they are also very, very uh, warm. Well, and here's you know? a tip too. Don't buy these in October. <laughs> right? yeah. I bought these yeah. in April, yeah. and right. they're $240 yeah. gloves I got for 94 bucks. You got it. Because yeah. it was April, and nobody wanted giant mm -hmm. gloves. You know? here's, here's the thing though. I think just as important as gloves would mm -hmm. be hand guards. Yep. Yes. Because yep. I bought on eBay a set of actually snowmobile hand guards, like right. foam, and they have like the aluminum thing that sticks out mm -hmm. for like 20 bucks or something like that. They were used, uh, and I put them on absolutely everything. Right. Yep. And they are fantastic. Pro tip so, our favorite brand of adventure gear that's very cheap but still durable, Tusk, um, makes exactly that. They make these hand guards that can fit to 90% of bikes. They're mm -hmm. a universal bike. They have the aluminum in them and everything. It only mounts at one point right. at, the, at the inner part. Yeah. So it's, it's not going to block against branches or anything. But Well, they, these the these well, these well usually, they, I, a lot of guys that have the brush guards, they'll go on the outside of right. them and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. it's awesome. Yeah, they're like they're like 20 bucks for the tough hand guards. And they're great. You know, the, the starting point, I think, with everyone is let's just go with, let's go with sort of the use of force. Mm -hmm. We're going to start with BB guns and end up at thermonuclear warfare, okay? <laughs> and BB guns is just gloves, mm -hmm. right? I mean, just thicker gloves. Yep, you right. just get thicker gloves. And you, at some point in your riding career, will discover that you can find a pair of gloves that will keep you warm. Mm -hmm. However, the likelihood of you being able to pick up a quarter drops to zero, mm -hmm. right? Right. The likelihood of you being able to operate certain switches on your bike or reach down and maybe adjust your idle become zero uh, it's just the way it works right and the better the thicker the more insulating the glove we lose some dexterity mm -hmm. and that just that seems to happen because we all learned when we were kids that nothing keeps your fingers warm like mittens right but mittens basically turn you into a dog well that's I what mean you, you there's things you can't do with mittens on these yeah. things so like you know on all the other bikes I had I had heated grips because I'm a civilized human being but on the BB 500 there's really not a lot of room and I don't even know if the stator can handle and something I have to ask you about yeah. later on but so today you know, obviously I didn't have heated grips so I put these on but with the limited amount of room on the BB, I didn't know what to do I was like well I could put one <laughs> finger on the brake because I can't really I couldn't figure it out so I ended up just kind of <laughs> I had the bars kind of pinched between right. my thumbs and yeah. forefingers and just kept my hands over the Crab brakes. Crab claw. Like, yeah, that's right. all I could do. Yeah. Because <laughs> you've been essentially limited yeah, right. by your gloves. Right. And it's and it does get to be a problem. Yeah, it's scary. So the next level in the use of forced continuum is, you know, you've got good gloves, right? Mm -hmm. So somebody's figured out a way to have some, some toasty warm gloves. The next is what we call hippo hands. 
So hippo hands is a twofer, right? Um, and that is, it, you will get the adult's hippo suit if you do type Google um, hippo hands. So hippo hands, I, I think anyone understands, is basically just a upholstered or cloth item that goes over the handlebars, usually using some sort of Velcro. The magic of hippo hands is they're goddamn universal. And if you're a guy who owns six motorcycles, you can take your big fluffy gloves from motorcycle to motorcycle. Mm -hmm. The magic of big fluffy gloves is they go with you and you can use them to shovel the driveway, as I do with my Tourmaster gloves in the wintertime. I use them as winter gloves. So that's the nice thing about the big gloves. The hippo hands, they can also Velcro on and off real easy. Mm -hmm. And you can see that they're between 50 bucks and 30 bucks, you know, 30 bucks and 50 bucks will buy you Bike Master Hippo hands. And, you know, technically they're called hand mitts or whatever. But That's what the Tusk things I was talking about. Yeah. That's exactly and what they And as a kid, they were just, we called them Hippo hands. Um, I think there might have been somebody. I think it was actually Craig Vetter. Vetter, I think. Was that, do we have to get another thing in our world that we do need to attribute yep. to the goddamn genius go. that was Craig Vetter? Yeah, there's a picture right now that didn't take long to find of uh, from 1973 to 1983, our friends over at Vetter, Craig Vetter, manufactured the fucking hippo hands. And uh, let me pull that picture up so you guys can appreciate it because it's pretty rad. Um, look at that. It's just, it so seamlessly goes onto the handlebars of that CD750 with the Vetter fairing, four inch speakers, and by the looks of it, eight track cassette deck. Wow. A cautionary uh, tale attached to those items. I don't know if you've heard this before. Go ahead. Um, because a lot of times you have those on and you're going at speed. This yes. is why you need your hands protected, yeah. right? If you don't have those mounted properly, or uh -huh. if they've been compromised in their integrity, they yeah. will drag your front brake. Sure they would, right? And then right? warp your rotor. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, if they didn't have a reinforcement behind yeah, them, I see. Right? So that's something yeah. just to think about. Anything yeah. you're putting in front of your levers. Could be sure pushing no against your brake. Yeah. Or your clutch, too. So but either of those would be awful. It's seriously amazing how cold you can ride with those things. Yes, sure. it is. I mean, it's insane. Mm -hmm. It'll, it, it it gives you an extra 25 to 30 degrees. Yeah. Mm -hmm. a bit of, well, of, even just the handguards on my Strom versus you having no handguards. Right. I didn't even turn my grips on until I was 20 minutes from here. Right. Yeah. You know, so, and, and I have a cheap version of that made by Moose, which is basically a big corrugated, some sort of foam thing. Well, didn't you make some out of a trash can? I've done that several yeah. times out of oil. <laughs> yeah. Um, before I, you know, whatever. So well, that was cool. Yeah. Not, I wasn't dogging it. It was I cool. No, a, yeah. I actually have a pair that I zip tied every bike. So right. It says up yeah. there he was originally going to call them dog lips. Nice. I see dog that. Lips. Dog lips. Nice. Dog wow. lips are soft. Oh, my God. Oh, Listen to this fantastic. quote. Dog lips are soft, black, flexible, and loving. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Dog lips. Wow. Yeah, that is the 1972 Hippo prototype with dog lips. Coin dog couch. lovers coin with a built-in couch coin patch for the because you know back then it was tolls. a big thing to have coin pouches on your motorcycle because of the tolls. tolls. Yeah. Oh, you'd, yeah. throw dimes, you'd have to throw <laughs> throw dimes or quarters at a toll machine <laughs> just to get to work oh, in the morning. So there was, a, there was a really good Fort Nine video. I was introduced to these by uh, Fort Nine. If you don't oh, watch them on YouTube. You he's awesome. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. And. Uh, Nice. <laughs> he's like he had a video where it was like five must-have motorcycle accessories and he introduces it like you think he's gonna be like oh here's like a cool pipe you have to get here's right. like a really money shock that you have to buy and it's all really practical universal fit riding accessories and one of the things he introduced us to was the the hippo hands type of concept 
What, what's cool yeah. about Fortnite is that that's an actual motorcycle like a parts dealer in Canada. And so he's hired by a parts dealer to give honest opinions about don't buy expensive shit. Yeah. Well, that, but if he's hired is... by a parts dealer, we all we we then of course we start to wonder, we start to question his mm. integrity because well, no, he's I mean, hired by a parts well, no, dealer. But, I mean, and I love his videos, don't get me wrong. No, but I mean when he yeah. tells you <laughs> this is what I mean, it, it, I think they're really trying to say like, hey, we're trying to be honest here mm -hmm. because he broke down all the chain waxes, right? Oh, Did yeah. you see that one? Oh, I love it. He was it. like Pam in, Pam cooking spray or WD-40. Right. He was like WD-40 yeah. is $4. Buy right. that. Exactly. So yeah. I mean like I I, I do tr I do trust his integrity. Like it was yeah. it was pretty I agree. Yeah. Yeah. The uh I'm so the hippo hands concept uh, the thing that we did uh, when we were doing the Alaska run, is we used a one-gallon milk jug. So a one-gallon water bottle mm -hmm. or milk jug turns out to be the perfect exact shape mm -hmm. that with a little bit of duct tape, you, <laughs> you cut, you basically cut mm -hmm. the handle out of it. Mm -hmm. And you just cut the handle out of it, you leave the neck. That's, mm -hmm. that's a snap-on right there. Yeah, it is. A little zip tie. Yeah, and it really works. And it goes on the bike, and it's fucking, like, it works as good as anything I've spent money on. Yeah, you need changer. to have basic black, just get some multi-oil, you know. <laughs> That's it. Blended in real nice. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's choices. Yeah, there's you have blue, options. Blue ones out there for your right. DRs. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, my wife had to have blue for her DR350. Oh, oh, God. But seriously, that's kidding. a great tip. Like, if you find yourself, you go somewhere, whatever, the weather, dro the weather drops 40 degrees and you're not prepared for it, Get two yeah. water jugs for Buy two gallons 20. of milk. Drink all of it. All of it. <laughs> drink all of it. Yeah, start your start your go man routine. <laughs> I don't feel then you'll have so. Stop every ten minutes to take a shit. It'll be perfect. I feel a little weird. Oh, Am I a little gassy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's uh, step two. Is you know hippo hands because you can move that from bike to bike too. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty handy. Um, yeah. um, the other thing is the chemical packs. Oh yeah. Yep. Those yep. hot packs fucking work, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've kind of downgraded to a pair of deerskin gloves that I've. I'm scared they're going to quit making them. I'm I'm terrified they're going to stop making this particular brand of deerskin gloves that has a zip off little gauntlet business, and I've been buying the same gloves from one or two different companies for a very long time. And I have to now look because the companies I bought them for went out of business. Mm. But I know the gloves are still being manufactured in, you know, Ooze Childistan or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> and I just have to keep looking at like different companies to find these particular gloves that I like so much. Because those gloves are good for down to about 40 degrees. And then I got to chuck a, a chemical warmer in them. Mm. And then I chuck one of those little card, uh, charcoal based warmers into mm. them. And then you're golden. It's the perfect glove. They make them bigger now too. They yeah. make like the good six by four ones. Every stuff. time you buy one of the, the like the little hotties or whatever brand they had mm -hmm. at Costco or Sam's Club, you buy a box of them and you'll be like, oh, there's 50 glove or toe warmers in there. Mm -hmm. And then they'll bonus, they'll kick in like four of the like big ones, kidney warmers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. you're like, yeah, that's a large, that's a lot of surface area. <laughs> but they work really good for about eight hours. They're, like they're remarkably good. And they cost about fifty cents a pack for a pair when you break them down to the case. Isn't it just rusting? Like that's what's going on, right? It's oxidizing. It's I mean, oxidizing, it's the, right? yeah. I think that's what's happening. I right. think the chemical reaction is air yeah, based. It's just it's moisture getting into it and oxidizing. Yeah, it's crazy that homeless people love them. Some hot packs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, why not? When we when we do we do a code blue thing. You do. Maybe this is a mention. Do you know code blue? Well, I'm sure that has something to do with how cold it gets, right? If it gets below ten degrees, I think is yeah. what the cutoff is. There's a bunch of area 
not-for-profits that open their doors for mm. a certain amount of people and the people know that when it gets to a certain temperature they go to these places and there's a bus and it'll take them to whatever the place du jour huh. is and so like so they can go to a warming the spot they go to sleep overnight there's bedding there's wow. cots there's the whole deal but yeah, they, 10 degrees they also give them clean socks and there's laundry facilities and it's nice it's like you know anyway but I just one year I had all these surplus things that I was just not using all these hot pad things and I took them there and they were like some people had never seen them before they yeah. were like holy crap where did you get these like we had made them you know <laughs> and I said no it's cool so yeah then yeah. I went shopping and I saw those huge ones and so I bought yeah. a 20 pack of those large ones really yeah and that was the shit those people were like putting them in there everywhere yeah. like they can stay outside like that yeah, it's. I mean, they do. They're totally yeah. functional. They take up no space, mm -hmm. and I could leave them in my jacket mm -hmm. for an indefinite amount of time. <laughs> if you don't so, open them, right? Yeah. Well, and I know that like my Tourmaster jacket. I know for a fact right now I've got like one of those fog wipes in there, and I've mm -hmm. got three or four hot packs nice. that just never leave the jacket. That that thing is that's probably tip four you should mention. What's that? that fog wipe. Thing. Oh, the little fog wipes. They're great. Fog City fog Unbelievable. wipes. Unbelievable. Not Fog City, but yeah, they're an anti-fog wipe. Right. And there's Fulmer now does sell them the same way. Okay. So get in touch with the local motorcycle shop because they can order the actual Fulmer helmet brand, mm -hmm. little foil pouch, just like what we're used to, and you got that little baby wipe in there that you're gonna be tempted to throw away after one use. It lasts years. Yeah, right. I'm <laughs> convinced that the foil will break down before the chemicals on the wipe. And, and here's a pro tip for everybody wearing glasses. Don't yeah. forget to do your glasses. Yeah, get to your glasses. You can do <laughs> all the whole inside of your screen <laughs> all you want. You forget your glasses, you your glasses and you're too. Yeah. And it really does make a difference. <laughs> the one that I that, that I have, and it's not spe specifically for, for winter, but I do have a finger windshield wiper. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh no shit. Yeah, you just yeah. stab it in there, just a little, little pouchy, and it has on the one side, it has the, the actual blade. Yeah. Right. No metal or anything, just the plastic, but you, I mean, it's way better than smearing Dude, hell yes. you just destroyed <laughs> like, you just destroyed the guy that has the kickstarter for the thing that you clip on the visor with the automatic oh, window I've, I've had those, <laughs> those, those finger know, wipers for the a finger long wipers time. work great yeah, yeah. yeah. several well, pairs you, put it, you yeah. put it on the back of your finger and you can yeah. ride with it this one oh yeah you can yeah, always have it doesn't. yeah you just yeah. keep it on, on top and it doesn't take batteries it doesn't run out of anything and the guy that did build the windshield wiper device for your we were in the motoguzzi museum in italy in italy and he had a fan operated, so the wind blowing over your helmet, oh, mechanically motor? operated, oh, nice. a oh. dual windshield wiper wow. thing on a visor, and uh, and I was so fascinated by it. I was like, I just kept blowing. I was like, I blow on it because it, there, it had a mannequin head, and there's this visor that you could put on any helmet in the world. It was like a three snap yeah. visor. You could put it on any helmet, and he probably designed this thing in the 50s. Yeah. But it didn't take much air pressure to make the arms move wow. and therefore wipe wow. the windshields. The problem is, guys, there's a reason that you don't have windshield wipers on plastic windshields. Yeah. Because yeah. it grinds the, the road grit right into it. And a glass windshield can take tons of abuse. But like about one finger swipe. That's cool. Is yeah, it's about what you yeah. should do. It's it's about the maximum yeah. that you should do. 
because if you're there like squish, 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 yeah. you know, a hundred times a minute, scratches. you're going to have just the scratches. Yeah. I bet you that's the same material. Remember they used to have the, the car thing so you could just go, instead of drying your car? Yeah, it's like yeah, that just so, a little, yeah, that's all flexible, yeah. flexible rubber. And that yeah. makes perfect sense. You can still sense. fold your finger and stuff. Oh, because every time you reach up with your glove and you just like, I'm just going to get my windshield a wipe. I'm just going to get my visor a wipe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're just like, and no, yeah. you just fucked yourself over. Yep. Yeah, because bug guts and grease and road grime, it's a mess. I did that on the way here. I was going to ask you if you had something to clean with. We have tons of things. How many of you guys carry a little spray bottle and a chamois or a a microfiber? Not as long as I'm wearing underwear. I have that in my scooter. (laughs) I forgot. I put that because of you. I oh, I have it. Never mind. I forgot. I got it away here. It's in my little thing in the the. That's the best thing ever. Is when you pack something so Mm -hmm. well, that you you forget forget it. it. You Mm -hmm. totally forget it even fucking exists. Yep. So the little heater packs they work really really well. The uh, another thing you can do if you have like a spray wax for your car. Yeah. You can spritz that on yeah. your um, visor with yeah. microfiber, like make sure it's clean. Yeah. And then you kind of buff it out with the microfiber oh, sure. so there's no haze left behind. Yep. But it works as well as like rain extra. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dustin tried Pledge. He did a test mm-hmm. with Pledge and he found Pledge worked remarkably good. Yeah. Too. And bugs the old time Pledge. Either. Yep. A bug will hit and it'll just it whoosh, whoosh, right off the side. Huh. Now, who's gone to electric gloves? You've got it, right, Chris? Yeah. Now, which ones did you end up with? These ones. Were these the, the ones I told you about? Yeah. Are they these these batteries. have the self-contained batteries, right? I didn't even know those yeah, existed. There's two batteries, so you ride with one, and you charge the other one, and you swap them out. And huh. does this have a little stick? The stick batteries are, like, lipstick-sized? Yes. Because I looked at a couple of different ones, and some of them have a battery pack that you have remotely, and, like, the battery pack is in your pocket or somewhere else, and others of them had these little small. Yeah, those wow. are cool. You know what's in there? That's an eighteen six. That's a Samuel mm-hmm. eighteen. Yeah, and a single cell. Yeah. Yep. So that's a single cell. And what did you? What did those set you back? I think it was thirty-seven dollars. It's really? so cheap. Wow. Yeah, for a pair, and I got the socks too. Oh, you did. Oh, you did get it's the socks. It's got a nice like membrane power switch. You can hit real easy yep. with your yeah. thumb, even if you're in the. So I bought the. I. So because technology does what technology does, I made the mistake and I bought those two years ago when they were $90. Yeah. And what I learned is that... But those are inner gloves. Right, they're liners. Yeah. under a gauntlet or right. something? Or? They're yeah. under, so that makes sense. So okay. if I have a pair of... Four four hours, hours, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. I, just, I put those on the inside. Exactly. Okay, cool. And I've... The pair I've had, I think three mm. years now I've had those. And what you bought is exactly the same as what I've got. It's the only thing that's you gone down is the price. Yeah, but I mean the price is the only thing that's changed. Mm-hmm. So for forty bucks, damn, this is fucking comfort. Yeah. Like these things work, and you get the extra set of batteries, so you can yeah. just go and the batteries just charge on your bike anyhow. Do, right. Do and the socks use the same batteries? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's the same yeah. system for all four components. Mm. And I'm I, this is a product that I've been that I. Um, Thermal Gear is the com- name of the company. Oh, wow, that's a hell of a dick warmer you got there. I was about to say. <laughs> it's not mine. Does it come Way to go, large? pony boy. <laughs> that's it. The Does that come with a harness or what? Jeez. That's big enough. Your dick's got an elbow in it. I know. Now I know why you don't ride bicycles. <laughs> I'll tell you, that's your ostrich warmer right there. So that's so that's a sock because my feet get cold fast. But what's the part that he, just the, the, the bottom of your feet? Yeah, yeah it's got a pad. Down, down here, yeah. Mm. Okay. So down, use the same battery. I'm glad you brought these in. The uh, what kills me about these is it's kind of special. Is they're thin. Yeah. You know what that looks like? It yeah. looks like every 
like 60s and 70s sci-fi movies. Sci-fi movie, space yes, guy. exactly. Right, it's every space guy. <laughs> these things are real thin. Like, there's no doubt that I could get these under my normal winter well, riding gloves. Look at that. I mean, yeah, that's no, that's a no-brainer. Um, and for it's the just, money... It's, it's clever that the gauntlet part of it extends beyond yeah. most gauntlet gloves. Yeah, so that's really, really nice. That power switch. And that's called thermo gear. Um, those really are... I didn't get the socks. I I, I don't have oh, a problem nice. with foot heat, but these things are really nice. Whoever that is, uh, mobile warming. Yeah, that's that's what? really mobile really cool. warming. Mobile warming. Mobile. Yeah, yeah. It's a great name. Yeah, yeah. Work, works for me. Whoever yeah. whoever came up with that, congratulations. Yeah, well that's done, you. Name. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's really cool, and for for that price point, yeah. it's you can't argue with that because. And what's your time like? Because I was about okay, two hours. That, yeah. <clears throat> it was, it's, so there's settings. Yep. So there's a two-hour setting. There's a mm -hmm. three-hour setting. And there's yeah. a five-hour setting if you want. And, you know, the thing is, if you have something covering your hands, yep. so you're not taking the wind right on, yeah. you can put it on low. Right. And you can run it for a long time. Right, absolutely. If your hands are completely exposed, then mm -hmm. you probably got to crank up the heat. Right. So it's that's one of those products that very rarely again do you find something that works perfectly as as designed as advertised the whole deal the the set of those that I bought and I bought them at a motorcycle show and I paid too much for them yeah, because right. I bought them at a motorcycle show from a guy in a booth I've never regretted them you know but the nice thing for me is that I've got a number of different bikes rather than putting mm -hmm. heated grips on all the yes, bikes that's what I was thinking all I want to do is keep my hands warm regardless of which bike I'm on right and, and these batteries you can recharge them while you're on your bike you recharge them at home yeah. and the same batteries are for the hands and the feet yeah so yeah. it just depends on and you have if you're traveling with four of these batteries yeah. and the connector that's on there yeah um, you you have a battery with you now you can yeah. charge your phone with it you, yeah. you know that's a universal connector that's on the device. And I noticed that on yours, that's different than the one I bought three years ago. So the connector that was on mine wasn't a USB-C oh, okay. connector. It was a proprietary connector. So I didn't have the flexibility of I'll doing it. I'll sell you these for 30. I know. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but I, was, I was looking at them just now, and I was kind of like, man, it might be time for me to get another set. Yeah. The, that is really your idea of having multiple bikes. That's totally the right solution. Yeah. It's does, just does, does it cover mostly the palm, or does it actually wrap around your? It, your hand? it wraps around the yep. back of the fingers, yep. but not the back of the palm, uh, the back of the hand. Okay, yeah. so just around yeah. here. And yeah. But it works for me because my it's like the, the, yeah the my it's gets cooler. Yeah. I was frostbitten early when when I was young. So oh really? Yeah. So my fingers get cold fast. Super my sensitive. And toes get fast. Look at that. We made a picture. So nice. Yeah. It it works so well for me, and especially as it gets up, I'll I'll turn the intensity down yeah and I'm just fine that is really cool and not many of my bikes with the exception of the concourse has any protection right wind protection yeah. yeah yeah so that's really I mean that's kind of a that's a game changer I think for for mm -hmm. anyone to be able yeah. to do that uh, we sell a lot of heated grips around here and we we have historically we've been big fans of the Coso heated grips mm -hmm. and the only reason that it, it wasn't getting an a plus score was the controller was still a little cube controller that you put on the dashboard somewhere or you put on the handlebar somewhere and you just stab this little red button and that was an $80 investment. You know, the, the, the heated grips themselves came with the controller, it would tap into anything you had that was, you know, 12 volt power and away you went and they worked really well. And 
as far as you're talking about draw and like how much power can these things, you know, can they support? Well, yeah, they're going to be taking quite a bit. You know, they're going to be 85 watts at full tick. So you have to remember that if you can't give up something along the lines of five or six amps, you shouldn't be installing these. You know, if your system can't support that, then you really shouldn't be installing these heated grips. Most motorcycles can do that. Most motorcycles can give that up. Sometimes you rob from Peter to pay Paul and you'll switch from your incandescent tail light to an LED tail light to buy 20, you know, 20 watts here and you'll switch a headlight out to buy 20 watts there or 50 watts there and you can build up this 85 watt bonus to that's plug a lot of power into. though that's more than your head 85 watts yeah. is a lot and that's what people understand is heat and sound can both be costly yeah. you're running a vest and you're running pants and gloves you're, you're running you're at that point you're running almost 200 watts yeah, you're pulling. so in, in that case uh chris's system where it's self-sustained and it can, has its own power mm -hmm. just like the milwaukee jacket now there's a milwaukee hoodie that runs on a standard m12 milwaukee battery pack and now Milwaukee has wired their hoodie with little outlets in the wrists right. so you can add Milwaukee heated glove liners to it. That's cool. And they have Milwaukee heated socks. So Milwaukee has tapped into this idea that as long as you have those little M12 battery packs for your tools, that now you can have heat from your, literally from the tips of your fingers to the tips of your toes. Wow. That's really great. Yeah. And the system's not crazy expensive either. I think the hoodie was under a hundred bucks. So for the hoodie, and then the gloves and and batteries, right? And batteries themselves. And the batteries do go when you get them on sale. You can usually get two of them for a hundred bucks. So for an M12. For what he is, I yeah. mean, I'm sure. Does it take a USB to charge them? Yeah. So yeah, you could be running. You could probably charge two or three of those that's, on your bike without even pulling. That's anything. what he's saying, and he's yeah. absolutely right. And you can charge. Is it the the connection from the battery to the thing is what? It's a USB C or something or no? So you could use right. any battery bank. Yeah. Right. Yep. That's exactly Yeah, really. Right. So you can get a 25,000 milliamp giant, yep. you know, Just get the little brick anchor yeah. thing that I took with us to <clears throat> Isle of Man. That anchor thing was smaller than a pack of cigarettes, mm -hmm. and it would run that for a very long period of time. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. really interesting. Longer than I can ride. <laughs> well, longer than I'd <laughs> want to like ride, for sure. Studded tires? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, and that's a very affordable way. Do you remember, I mean, people who've been riding for a long time will remember when Having a heated vest meant you bought a Gebring, right? Mm -hmm. And you spent $400 or $500. It's like the Helite system right now. It's like, right. you know, like yeah. you, it's one company that has the airbag vest. Funny you should say that because I did just see that I believe it's Techniques or hmm. somebody, um, Dionysi, they, mm -hmm. they all, they just launched the air vest. Oh. A competitive, oh. yeah. A competitive air vest for <clears throat> under 600 bucks. Wow. So that's in the same price point. You're still in the same category for an inflatable. Uh, and, and they work. There was a dude on uh, Adventure Rider that uh, was on a GSA that got rear-ended by a thing, and he should be dead. Yeah. And he's not because of that air vest. Well, like, and, I mean. And everybody credits to the fact his spine's not broken and his neck's not broken because of that air vest. It's wow. fucking amazing is what it is. Yeah. Everybody Go ahead, Chris. shield your eyes. Well, the best thing I ever bought from you is. A Royal Enfield, Enfield motorcycle. Well, <laughs> in, in addition well. to be, because I broke that. Right. <laughs> Champa, man. I tell you Champa. what. Champa. You know, yeah. this is so thing. effective. When in doubt, get yourself some turtle fur. Just, yeah. It yeah. just cuts out the draft from yeah, it your does. chin to your neck. Yep. And that's, that's what this you know, is. You're, not, you're not spending much money at all on, on something like this. And this is the first thing I pull out. Mm-hmm. 
When it, <laughs> when it, when it never pull out. You never pull out. <laughs> That's a big lie. Wait, you can pull out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the guy with 10 kids. <laughs> but uh, these are tremendously effective. Yeah. And yeah. It's, yeah. it's only, you know, a couple of bucks. Yep. Well, you know what's crazy? <laughs> you, you're nailing it because if you ever have a gap between your glove or something, oh, you realize how, like, a, like, yeah. a tiny piece of skin can make your whole body difference. cold. Yeah. And everybody forgets about their neck. Well, you know? Or if you wear a vest, get a nice lightweight, like a whatever, some kind of thermal vest. Yeah. And wear that. Everything else stays so much warmer. All that yeah. blood going out is well, that's because it's warm. Yeah, yeah. keeping your core. Yeah. And I noticed that I can wear even lighter gloves as long as I wear a vest under my jacket. But Chris is right. Like your neck is something you always that's, forget about. Yeah. And that's how much. Yeah. How much was that thing? What I pay for this like? Those are twenty yeah. bucks if you pay too much. Twelve bucks if the guy's not trying to fuck you over. Um, and I, I think, think you I pay twenty. This one. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. The uh, yeah, and there's so many different ways to go with that. That does, you know, it's kind of like that's basically from your, you know, that covers you from the chest hair up to mm -hmm. the tip of your nose. Mm -hmm. um, this is one that I just grabbed from a company called Arctiva, oh, yeah. and they're going a little Ooh. deeper wow. into the yeah. well. Baklava. And this is truly yeah. a baklava. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, but a, the, you know, a, a hey. spanakopita. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Uh, but yeah, this is a uh, balaclava. Better than you, man. And we're gonna add a couple of syllables <laughs> in there. I'm on, I'm on yeah, point tonight. Like, Two for two. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But this one is this one has the whole dicky built into it. Oh wow! So you can rob banks on the way home from work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but the idea is, it's got a breather. Get it's over got a breather here. Too. Yeah. So it's got. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna want to treat your glasses and, double with that thing, man. Yeah, and you can put a ball gag in it if you need to. Um, yeah. Immediately. So. Well, no, it's got a breather tube. So you're still gonna fog your glasses. You're gonna fog. You're absolutely gonna fog that. Oh, maybe you gotta have the downspout. You need to have that overlap. The snuffleupagus. Yeah. Snuffleupagus. Um, that's you know so these things yeah that that that's gonna set you back that's gonna set you back maybe 25 bucks for that and that's the full Tomb Raider you know but the idea is that goes down under your chest and gives you a little more protection from where you got open and that can double with some snow blowing action too right there. absolutely and robbing a bank and again every year we trot these fucking things out because you know there are homeless listeners too we have our homeless listeners, and this is actually the leg, the bottom of the leg <laughs> of a sweatpants. to a very fat person's <laughs> pair of sweatpants. So this is the bottom. That's the part that would be dusting their floor. And what I've done is I've oh, cut okay. where the uh, where the seam is, yeah. right? So I've cut where the seam is. Halfway around. Halfway around, yeah. or halfway around. And then you can work it forwards or backwards. It doesn't really matter. But when you pull it on your head, you just pull this guy down like that. But then when you pull your helmet on, right? When you pull your helmet out, it pulls this down off your face. Yep. Yeah. Right? So you have this little bucket strap up here, uh, and that keeps it from pulling it down. But if you <laughs> want to be super high tech, you rotate it 180 degrees, bucket strap goes back up, pull it down like that, oh. and there ain't no way in hell your Surgical helmet's pulling this up. Wow. Yeah, right? Right. It's yeah. going to be up because you now have suspenders yeah, right. for your balaclava. That's genius. And I then you, you can make this as long as you want yeah, right. to go down as far as you need to. And like I said, three dollars for a pair of fat person sweatpants <laughs> at the old, uh, you know. Depends how big your head is. You get right. two of them. Exactly. And yeah, you sure. get two of them, right? And you get two of them. You get one for you and one for your buddy. And That's... you end up with a pair of sweatshorts. Regularly. You end up with buddy going walking around Goodwill trying on. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that's the patented that's Can the patented Phil Waters bucket attachment, the bucket adapter Can for that. Can you buy used fat person sweatpants? Well, and I you, you I am the king face? of Goodwill. I buy everything at Goodwill. Me too, 100%. Yeah, yeah, man. And that's a, that's that's a big big thing for me. 
Um, so I did. So we talked about that. Neck, like cover your fucking neck, man. Yeah. Keep your yeah. neck warm. Protect yeah. your neck. Right, protect your neck. I got a built-in one. So you I'm do, but that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the um, there's a company, and I can't remember what it is, but they made a gasket that went around the base of your full-face helmet. Hmm. I don't have one of these, and a buddy yeah. of mine does, and I love it. Because when you pull the helmet on over your head, mm-hmm. it creates a fucking seal around your neck. It turned into a spaceman. It was made of neoprene in it. Neoprene, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you, how do you not fog with that on? Well, you you've got <laughs> yeah. to go into anti-fogging measures, yeah, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's a neat thing. And a buddy of mine, Mark Juris in, in Maryland, every time he'd ride, he had one of those things on. And I was like, that's brilliant. No wind comes up under your helmet. Actually, my, my helmet came with it. A little chin guard? a little chin guard yeah. on the, I've little, got the little, little neoprene little yeah. on the bottom of the... little moon shape Because yeah. it is the, 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 oh, the modular, modular one. Yeah. It does come with yeah, the... That's cool. Yeah, so that's that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty, cool. pretty rad. The uh, Who mentioned the flannel line pants? Yeah, that shit used to be expensive. It's not anymore. Oh. So if you go to Menards, you can buy a pair of Uzbekistanian-made flannel line blue jeans for $20. Save big right? money at Menards. No cotton lining. Yeah. Right. I mean, and they do. Saying, I guess, but. Right. And what's the... Uh, if you want to spend real money, you go to Duluth. Yeah, Duluth. And true. Duluth has their fleece lined, which are insanely hot. They have their fleece lined double knee mm-hmm. fire hose things. These are about a hundred dollars a pair by the time you get fully dressed out. And, but I'd be super warm because you don't have any gas money for your bike at this point. Exactly, you can't well, go anywhere. But let me put it this way though: those pants, though, those fire hose pants yeah. will last longer than you will. Mm. Right. So interesting thing, you guys should bring that up as I happen to be sitting here wearing a product from a company that most of us know called Scorpion. Mm-hmm. And Scorpion makes all kinds of motorcycle gear. And uh, we all like the sales, right? The sales mm-hmm. are like the, the big deal. And so right now, if you know a friend who has a motorcycle dealership, <laughs> Scorpion is... They're end of season, right? Uh-huh. So all the all the old stuff, you know, because they don't want to. You don't want to have the 19, 2019 pants. You can't be seen in those. No, things. you can't possibly no, be seen in that. So these pants Man. I'm wearing are called uh, Scorpion Birmingham pants. Huh. And what they are is they have armor in the hips, they have armor in the knees, they have these big ass pockets on the front where you want to put stuff when you're on your motorcycle. You can get to it. Mm-hmm. So instead of the pockets being on the side. They're made of waxed cotton, mm. but the interesting thing is they're 100% waterproof mm. and they're flannel lined. Wow. So they're waxed cotton. You can get them in black or get them in green. They look These like, are the a, they, they look like a well-fitted pair of snow mo- or uh, like yeah. snowboarding. But yeah. they actually are yeah. like they're they're as big as your roomy but they don't look floppy. No, no. no. and these are and I'm pretty much a straight ahead 36 waist yeah. in the summertime. And these are 36 waist, and they're not, they're not, they don't fit crazy wrong. No. And they're longer than fuck because I have a 34 inch inseam, and these got plenty going on. Mm-hmm. But the nice thing is they're flannel lined wow. the whole way. Oh, the tartan on the inside. Yeah, tartan on the inside. So these things would have normally set you back um, in the neighborhood. The retail on these guys was about 160 bucks. And worth it. But. If you happen to have a friend that runs a motorcycle shop and they're a Western Power Sports dealer, um, there's a lot of these left. And the pants are $81.95. So for $82, I feel pretty good about this because it costs a little less than a pair of Duluth 
fire hose jeans, yeah. mm -hmm. and these come with the armor. The yeah, those are actually armor. motorcycle pads. Yeah. Cutting wood or doing any kind of fucking uh, yeah, thing. that's what I'm saying. Well, you're in construction, and you've got knee pads. Right, like they're they're, not, they're just good pants, you know? right? So you got to be aware and find that stuff Definitely. when it's on blowout. Well, because the jacket, yeah, the jacket <laughs> is what we would all call a bell staff jacket, mm -hmm. and so the jacket is this guy. Uh, this I'll, I'll throw it up to the screen here eventually, so we can all look at it. But the jacket is also on sale, and it's a Scorpion Birmingham. So if you want to look up what pictures of it look like, get in touch with your dealer, who's a um, Western Power Sports dealer. A lot of dealers carry that line, and your dealer's only going to pay. Look, check these out, guys. Um, your dealer's only going to pay one hundred and thirty-six dollars and ninety-five cents mm. for that. So your dealer's on the hook for 136 bucks to buy that jacket. And the jacket's the same as these pants. You can get it in black, you can get it in green. So let your dealer have an extra 50 bucks profit, right? Tell them, tell them you'll, you'll give them 180 bucks for that jacket. Or you know, tell them you'll give them 100 bucks for these pants. Mm -hmm. And slide it in on their next order. I know, dude, we're here, right? Let's, are, you, are you a dealer? I'm a dealer. I'm not going to do this shit. Don't, don't send me emails trying to order this shit <laughs> all rogue and stuff, right? But I will, I'd be happy to sell it to you as long as we can, I can get my beak wet, right? Because um, I am in the business to keep bringing you this awesomeness. But, yeah, it's, it's fair to let me get my beak wet, but that's a hell of a jacket. These are really nice pants. Yeah. Yeah. For total between the jacket and the pants, you're still at 250 right? Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Yeah. So I'm wearing waterproof pants. Yeah. And they're th whatever, but I am not comfortable right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Sitting here, well, I've you been seem all day. very comfortable. Yeah, I've been, right? I've been work all day. Yeah, so these these well. motorcycle pants are right. much different than. Yeah, those. and I have like four or five pairs of those too. Right. Yeah. 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 But I'm just and saying. Like, yeah. No, I'm serious. Like, no, it's true. So what's the difference? Why are right. you uncomfortable? Why are you uncomfortable? Why? Because this material is. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Well, no, but this material is very thick and like it's great on the bike. But you have the accordion things too, which I like yeah. usually. I mean, it's yeah. okay. It's yeah. great on the bike. I don't. I'm not complaining on the bike. Yeah. But sitting for three hours inside at a podcast, right. it's uh, it's yeah, what's yeah, it's underneath us if you don't mind me asking. Underwear, yeah. but they it. have it's well, it's the I have the the, you have the liner. In. I have the liner. In. Step one, throw the liner. Get the in liner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the good and stuff. And get a decent yeah. pair of fleece underlines. Yeah, yeah no, you're exactly right. I agree. It, it does. Most of the liners that come in pants in all weather gear. Most of the liners are that quilted stuff, and they're knickers, yep. and they're yeah. nylon. Yeah, and stuff at the top of the boots. No, this one comes down. The. That's, I mean, it's really, and what another thing I want to show you guys, when you do wear the armored pants, mm -hmm. when you do wear all weather pants, it's it's not oh, yeah. bad you to go. get yourself something like this. Get a set of silks. No, these aren't, no, these are moose racing. So these are for motocross. I have one of these, and I've, I've made the mistake of not yeah. wearing these and wearing this. So the idea yeah. behind these, these is, good. these Damn, are basically what anybody else would call That's all right. Uh, polypropylene or spandex. That's Long thicker. Jacks. That's thicker than spandex. It is so. a little thicker, yeah. And Moose Racing makes these, and they're not expensive. Those these things are going to go for under forty bucks. And if you want to go with Under Armour or you want to go with any brand you like, um, but the idea is having the super thin base layer uh, holds the heat in. You can you can pay a lot of money for it, but you really don't need to. Uh, getting something like that under your armor. Mm -hmm. And losing that thick quilted layer is going to make you so much more comfortable. I agree. Then you put the heated pad on. I like this little fucker. <laughs> that got, this thing's got a fucking ball pad in it that is way bigger than it needs to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speak for yourself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't see anything wrong Nick, with it. Nick's rocking one inch, but he's got basketballs strapped underneath. <laughs> it is. And so having a, having these, like, having a liner, a base layer is what everyone calls it, you know, whether it's polypropylene or whether it's some other material, spandex or whatever, um, a couple of years ago, I got a Christmas present from my brother-in-law, who's a Cleveland police officer, and he got the thermal Under Armour, mm-hmm. right? So it's got a heating a heating element to it. Uh, I was going to say heating element. It's got a factor, right? Mm-hmm. So it's insulating factor. Because a lot of Under Armour stuff is just like abrasion resistance or whatever. And you can buy it from any brand name. Everybody makes it. Fruit of the Loom. Yeah. Everyone this is makes R32. Right. Yeah. Everybody makes a base yeah. layer yeah. concept. Yeah. Like you're wearing one right now, yeah. right? Yes. And they're what? Yeah, right. But I think it's yeah. the name of it too. Like, the Under Armour ones are compression. R32 It's all about. I was thinking this as I was walking up. It's all about moisture management. It you is. You gotta stay dry. Yeah. You're not gonna be warm. If you right. even, like yeah. that Technic or whatever the hell yep. brand I have over there, it's got this space aged. NASA liner in there. Mm-hmm. I, I was too warm coming over here. I got sweaty. Yeah. So as soon yeah. as you start to sweat, you're fucked. Yes. Well, I have okay, my vents great. open right over here today because I yep. needed to cool down. Pro right. tip. Here's the thing that a lot of people don't think about, and it happened to me today because I was trying to. I ba- barely got home from work when Mike was going to meet me to come out here. Yeah. So you're in your house and you put your gear on. Yeah, dude. And then no, you don't. sweat your dick off, and then you go outside, and it's immediately a thousand times colder than it should be because yeah. you're sweaty. Keep oh your yeah. Gear where you keep your bike. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, keep your gear where you keep your bike. That's a good thing. And the other thing, too, is if you're anything like me, I sweat putting boots on, Mm -hmm. right? So I always make sure that my boots go on. I'm not even wearing a shirt, right? Because when I go to put my boots on, if I'm wearing my sweater or if I'm wearing my fleece or I'm wearing two layers or three layers, by the time I got my boots on, I'm pouring water on myself. And then I'm going to be freezing (laughs) within 10 blocks of leaving my house. (laughs) How do you put your pants on? They have zippers. They have zippers. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like walking around my house wearing just my. There's super pants. Just my ballroom. Yeah, that's it. My neighbors. Just my ballroom. I don't know what my neighbors think about me, but I put on my tights or whatever yeah. my yoga my pants tights. first, yeah. <laughs> oh, and no. then I go out to the and I carry. My, what if I'm wearing a thermal? Oh, because I'll wear the, the micro layer, then a thermal, then the, the shell, whatever the shell I have. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. So I just walked out my driveway with my leather clogs. I got a mall like that. And what my, you <laughs> it's comfortable. And my freaking people at Walmart. Oh, we're we're a little east of you, but uh, <laughs> you know. And then all my gears out in the garage, and that's where I'll open the garage, pull yeah. the bike out, and get dressed in the driveway sometimes. Yes. Yeah. It's so easy to overheat yeah. within five minutes, and then you get on the bike and you're fucking miserable. And yeah. it's absolutely true. It's it is tough. That's it's a really who who here uses an oversuit like a like a I have I have like an arrow stitch. Yeah, I would think so. Is that like a single piece? Yeah, it was a okay. onesie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, yeah. does frog togs count? No, no, okay. no. Is that's it, Tyvek. No, I know, is, but still, it's like that's an fetish wear. Yeah, I, have, <laughs> I know, but it stops wind. It stops so rain. Here's an interesting that, thing. Yeah. Um, so hmm. first gear, um, first gear came out with this. This is called their Thermo One Piece, and it doesn't. So for people who are podcast listeners, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably don't own an arrow stitch. Because most people that I know don't throw down a thousand dollars on a onesie. Yeah, like like sixteen hundred dollars. Yes, yeah. exactly. Jeez. Yeah, that's exactly Custom right. Fitted. Yeah, I, uh, and I get you, baby. But you know what? They make my size. Right. In other things, right? Yeah. I'm not seeing right. It turns out I have somewhat of a proportionate body, and it turns out I can wear a large or an extra large. So two companies have gone after the aero stitch market. 
and one a little more successfully than the other, weirdly enough. And the first one that has done it but has fallen a little bit short based on every review I've read is Joe Rocket. And Joe Rocket, the survivor suit, right? the survivor suit exactly. Mm. And the Joe Rocket survivor suit has the same exact zipper, too, as the Aerostitch. It goes all the way from your neck, cavalry style, all the way down to your right foot. So you get this like wide open mm -hmm. means of getting in, step in and step out, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And for anybody who's worn one of these things, that's remarkably handy. Mm. Getting in and out of the suit and the so arrows... Did they get bad reviews? Well, it's, apparently it's not waterproof and that's kind of fucking important. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> not yeah. waterproof. Yeah, yeah and that's was, exactly right. It was the Olympia that I had, by the way. And that's true, yeah. So having a piece of waterproof gear that you spend a little bit of money on that you really hoped would be waterproof, and has if it turns out to not in fact be it's waterproof the at all, the balls, man, it's always your right crotch. Yep. Yeah, it's it's always <laughs> ice water to the groin. Um, the water runs down your chest and creates a little kiddie pool between <laughs> your nuts and the seat. <laughs> it's a great job of holding water. Yes, exactly. Right. It is exactly how it works. Oh, it's a long run. One-way one waterproof. They yeah, it's put like, the fabric way waterproofing. Of, yeah, the check and, valve is fun. Right, and until they come out with a little fishbowl pump that pumps the water out of your groin area, <laughs> down onto the side of the road, you're going to be fucking miserable. It's a manual pump, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the other one you had up there. So. Uh, so that I'm gonna, I, I, you guys are a moment, a moment of technical difficulty just with the casting. We're trying to cast too many things at one time. Um, beautiful bridge, but anyway, the Joe Rocket gear. You know what were we saying? An Aerostitch is gonna set you back at least one thousand dollars if you buy a used one and you're adult sized. And the the first gear set is only gonna be two hundred and thirty bucks. And the trick about the first gear set is. Every single review I've read about this thing mm -hmm. is really, really good. Um, for people who do live in horrible conditions and use it as a snowmobile suit mm -hmm. and also use it as a rain riding like Seattle, sure. Washington, it rains all the time suit, um, everybody's really, really happy with this thing. Is it insulated or is it just a cover to keep the So it the does have, off? so that's the thing with this, it does have... Um, 120 gram of polyester insula insulation. So it's not a lot of insulation. It's more of a shell. It's a, it's a yeah. lined shell, right? Yeah. So it's not going to be your main source of heat. Which is great because you can modulate. Thank you. you can, and that's to me is what I'm kind of learning now. Is it's better to have a shell and a bunch of layers underneath it than it is to have a really fucking hot jacket. A really warm jacket. Because that I need some cooling every now and then. And... I know Chris has got a tour master. I still wear a tour master. Those jackets have served us very well. I've, I a love them. Long my, time. Yeah. This and I don't think. Oh, yeah. yeah, look at that. You've got foil on the inside of your technique. <laughs> this, I, I wore this today. I haven't worn it. You cannot wear this under 30 degrees. And that's a technique jacket. Technique oh, is really great I love gear. This thing. I'll never give it up. And it's, that's a spacesuit. It is a spacesuit. You're a baked potato, that's man. Why I only have this on. Yeah. Usually I have. A sleeveless polypropylene, yeah. a t-shirt, and a long sleeve something with turtleneck. Wow. But I can't. But wow. I, I illustrate, I mean, it doesn't doesn't play on podcast, obviously. I yeah. just held up a big, funky jacket. Yeah. But the modulation is gone. Because if I take that out, I didn't bring any other layers. So if no I take shit. that out, I have a shell. Yeah. Now mm -hmm. I'm freezing. And, you know, the climb, you know, everyone loves climb gear. And I'm not going to say anything bad about climb gear because it, it, it gets the seal of approval. Everyone loves it. And the climb one piece, the Ripsa, 
you know, that's another cold weather snow rated suit. And that's 650 bucks too. And at that point- That's probably half of it. I gotta right? say, well, they're, they're Hardinger. They're Hardinger's 1400 bucks. Okay. This is yeah. the Hardinger. See, that's a road rated one. The other yeah. one was a snowmobile. This is not a snowmobile, exactly. And it's just for, I do ride in cold weather, but I don't ride that much in cold weather right. that I feel like I need to have a suit that may cost more than the bike I'm riding. Yeah, that's, right? that's a good point. And you can yeah. take it from bike to bike, and that's really badass. But, you know, when we get to $1,000 for a garment, yeah. um, you got to be committed. I don't have a $400 leather jacket. What's the equipment version of a buck of CC? Yeah, good mm -hmm. point. And you're exactly right. And that is, you're exactly, that's where it comes down to. Is like, yeah, I guess we can all be like, oh, 200 for a jacket? That's fair. Well, it's where you have the Rondell versus the Gore-Tex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's. And you're right. Yeah. yeah. It's well, exactly. and, also, and also, it's your willingness to not have the newest shit because there are so many guys that are into the newest shit mm -hmm. that if you look on all these different forums and stuff, <laughs> you can get one-year-old ridden three, six times to Starbucks jackets for one-fifth of the price of new but you can't with aerostitch no aerostitch no, holds yeah. their value yeah, right. better than wow. fucking oh yeah gold. it could be a bug stained yeah. three three shades lighter from yeah, sun i was gonna thing, say whatever a pink aerostitch yeah right even yeah. if you find one for you're not gonna find one for sale first because right. no. nobody gives them up yeah, no that's they exactly ride them until right. they're ashes and they get another one for another yeah. 20 years yeah, yeah. I had a thing per year per dollar you're saying you know that whole ratio i had that's a 400 dollar aerostitch that was pink Mm -hmm. Because Aristot it started red, right. and it had it had probably been through seven bikes and three owners before I got it, and I paid four hundred bucks for it, yeah. and I was thrilled to have it. Well, but what I realized is that th that time in my life, I really wasn't riding that much right. to own it, mm -hmm. and I felt like a tit showing up to places Literally. in this pink snowsuit. Well, I was essentially wearing a pink man romper awesome. <laughs> with a big long zipper, and the magic was you could get into it and out of it with your street clothes on, right, and, yeah. and all the armor stayed with it. And I knew the punchline to that joke, but nobody else did. Right. So to everyone else, I was just like, can't he afford a leather jacket? I'm writing for breast so, cancer awareness. I, 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 I don't know if this is 100% factual, but I read yeah, this article, and this guy was quoting guys and stuff from Aerostitch. Yeah. And one of the guys said, well, like, after all this time, can't you make a fucking material that doesn't lose color? <laughs> doesn't lose yeah. color. And the dude was like, if you have a Kevlar jacket that doesn't lose cover, right. color, that Kevlar will not hold up to a 100-mile-an-hour slide right. down the road. And I'm sure, and, and believe because, me. Like, you know, that, that material just doesn't take color if it's going to be that now. strong enough to yeah. slide yeah, down the road. Yeah. And I'm certain he's right. And I, yeah. and believe me, I'm not here to shit on Aristich. If if I was so well-heeled, I would be that guy, right? But I'm not. Yeah, if you're putting 60,000 miles a year on a bike. Yeah. In Minnesota. In Minnesota. In Minnesota? The next, exactly. Yeah, didn't yeah. he do, you're a zero guy. Yeah, didn't they, they do did. the test of their There's stuff? There's a whole book. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can buy the book. And right. you can learn everything you need to know about trying to make an electric vehicle Work. deal with Minnesota. Right. Mm -hmm. Which wow. is not a given. No. no yeah, but they sent him a bike problem. specifically for it to test yeah. his shit and the bike. It is a yeah. big fucking problem. That does not come easy mm -hmm. by any standard. Um, so that's that's we've taken care of the, the, the main body part of us now, right? Mm -hmm. So we've gotten to take care of that. You've got the electric socks, and that turns any pair of shoes ever or any set of riding boots ever into winter boots. And honestly, that's always my biggest problem is my feet. Oh, yeah. Getting cold. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. Maybe it's my legs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, I've always been, <laughs> yeah, I've always been, always had either tactical pants which are at least double knee or whatever or mm -hmm. flannel lined or fleece lined or something all winter long like if you come to visit the shop 
and it's two feet of snow outside, there's no chance in shit of me riding a motorcycle, I will be wearing fleece-lined, double-kneed mm. pants, just because it's winter, and I own them. Plus, you might want to get that sail, so that padding. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You know, it's winter time. Hey, I really need hey. to make a deal today. <laughs> Break out the knee pads. No, they're already built into my pants. That's what kind of a wheeler dealer <laughs> I, I am. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, so it's a chap sale, folks. It's a chap. <laughs> yeah, so half off so the so back sh- half. <laughs> 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 That's not good. <laughs> It is perfect. This is why scooters are minorities, dude. That was we're taking. As you said, if you got hit on your scooter, is yeah. it a hate crime? It is a hate it crime. It is a hate crime. <laughs> oh, no, Fucking wow. everybody hates scooters. And if you yeah. think people don't hate scooters, pass them on one right. and you'll see some hate. Mike saw yeah. it today when we were doing 95 past people on the freeway and the guy I was could not. I see you when you were doing 95. I was doing probably 50. <laughs> <laughs> you know, going gaily forward down the promenade, right. but the second you pass somebody on the freeway to decent clip, now they get rage face. Like, this is not okay. This is this tyranny will not stand. <laughs> Fucking moped can't pass me on the freeway. I'm driving American steel. Yeah, they get angry real fucking fast, man. They start throwing out all kinds of bad words at you mm-hmm. because you're on a scooter and you passed them. Yeah. Like, like you just made an affront mm-hmm. to their manhood. Right. And all you're trying to do is commute. And let's no. be honest, you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do it purposely. No. That's exactly yeah, it. Right. Yeah, just throw well, a fucking handful of... Steve and I rode of... down to the AIM Expo, yeah. and he was on a scooter. Yeah, you rode that thing all the yeah. way down to fucking Columbus. Yeah, yeah. Wow. we were whipping That's through crazy. downtown Columbus. Yeah. Earning it. And Steve was ripping and tearing to the point that I was trying to keep up with him. Yeah, no, it was fun. And, and Crampke was behind you, and said, Jesus Christ, Steve. Yeah, that's a good scooter, and, man. Yeah. That was a fun road. We, did, we, we took a good route down, though. You guys nailed it on the way down. When we went back. We left at like ten thirty, and we just we just hammered it home on the highway. It sucked, but when we, the road we took down that was great. Who who came up? Did you or Dan do that? Uh, we were lost. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah. best road ever. You're welcome. Those are the good ones. It was fun. It was beautiful. It was a really that was a fun ride down. We we pulled into a schoolyard and kind of half undressed and yeah. weren't sure what the hell was going hey, wait, on. You're not supposed to do that at schoolyard. No, I know no, we didn't know it was a schoolyard until like half of us had our pants off and we're like, oh my god, there's like eight year old kids behind us. Oh my god. <laughs> and remember, to people who don't ride motorcycles, all they see is dudes on bikes just showed up and, and start taking their was, clothes off. And one of them was riding a scooter. Yeah. So yeah. you knew he's obviously. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean that's yeah, oh man. So you do, you guys just accidentally found your way to aim. Pretty much. Good job. Yeah. You're like, eh, the lake is north. Yeah. And Columbus is south. So somewhere in that when you get to the Ohio River, turn around, you've gone too far. Just keep going uphill. I guess you could just go to the old tangy. Yeah. You don't cross the old tangy. Yeah, just splash on in and yeah. see how it goes. That's it. When you get to the old tangy, stop. You're in Columbus. But seriously, that was one of the best. Like the temperature was perfect. The weather was perfect. It was a yeah. perfect. It was, it was beautiful ride. Yeah. Beautiful. But I, I got to tell you, Steve on that scooter, he was ripping and tearing, baby. I got to tell really? you. Really. <laughs> I love that thing. Were you nine? Yeah, well, yeah, I love it's, it. it's the funniest thing in the world because it, it has become you have become a fucking evangelical goddamn. I am. He loves that bike. I do. He I loves do. that bike. Like, like I, I like my buddy. Man. My buddy, like I tell people, oh buddy, my buddy's great. You can go and get beer runs just like that. I, I like, I'm looking at my like I can't ride Mass Ten because my hip, right? Right. I don't miss it. Right. 
I don't even care. Wow. Like that's the problem. I'm like, look and at that's it, the no. thing is, you didn't just join the other side. No. You have multiple scooters. Yeah, yeah, right. No, no, I have. Yeah, I have a, a 50 cc of 125. I even have the Grim and all whatever. But I'm, I'm a scooterist in general. You were a fucking star boy. Yeah. That, well. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Rider Allegedly. for life. Rider Again, for life. Guy. Rider for life. Right, right. Whatever. But you were one of those 12 o'clock. I was assholes. a squid guy. Yeah. yeah right. That's it. He needs a Bergman. So no, I want. I'm, I'm sticking with the Piaggios, man. They are good bikes. I <laughs> that love was their first I, mistake. I hope to, I hope <laughs> yeah. to one day love a motorcycle as much as you love your BB. I do. Guess what? Today, like, like, I like your BB 500 only because you like it. So oh, much. dude, I love it. And today, on the way here, we had me and Mike here had this harmonious thing happen where I hit 10,001 miles and he hit 10,000 miles at the same time Get by the fuck accident. Out of here. Oh, but his bike cool. actually has 20,000 miles. 10,000 miles of ownership. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. But like cool. we were like, I was pointing at my thing and I couldn't hear him because right. I had music going. And he was like this, and I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. And then when we got in here, he was like, oh, I hit ten thousand miles. Too. We hit it at the same. Oh, it was funny. like we came together. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't on a scooter. I just wanted everybody to know. I wasn't <laughs> <on a scooter. laughs> dude, it's, that's, it's a fucking. They call that. It's motor, a, it's a tiny Wii. It's basically a scooter, dude. Oh, it's motorcycle docking. That's it. Oh, that's yeah. that story is Scissoring. the reason why they have the pointing finger emoji. I gotta go, guys. That was, that was awful. And I, the whole time. Anybody I, needs I me, I'll be in my bunk. I didn't want to miss this moment, and the whole time I kept my phone's in the X grip, and I keep articulating to the Mac where it's gonna snap off and fall on the road. Oh gosh! And so I have like twelve pictures of my speedometer and no odometer. Oh <laughs> shit! I couldn't get it to move, and I was gonna pull over. I'm going. It's going nine 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 point seven point eight. I'm like. Mother, I'm gonna miss the moment. And these then are I, like really artsy photos. I thought you were like trying to pull up an album on. Well, Spotify. no, these were all the intentional ones. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can have them. That's the new band say. MPH. They're from Detroit. They're sweet, dude. I don't believe that you're trying to adjust your camera to your speedometer. <laughs> I'm not sure where you're going with this. I'm um, sorry, son. Are you taking pictures of your uh, speedometer really driving? No, I was verifying my miles per hour using Waze. Thank you very much. Fuck you. <laughs> I was calibrating my speedometer. By the way. By the way. Oh, man. Hey, did anybody bring a cool tool? Yes. All right. I can't show you. Oh yeah, rock on. I meant, to, I meant to bring a cool article about a tool. You could bring a cool article about but a tool. It didn't. Uh, it didn't get published yet. What? I got paid for it like Whoa. months ago, but it hasn't been. Oh, it okay. Get published. Well, you've you got paid. Tool or you write the article. I wrote the article okay. about the tool. Nice. Damn. <laughs> Whoa, motherfucker. <laughs> that, that's amazing. You're just showing off. No I'm gonna yeah. tell you what. You know what? <laughs> Very <laughs> rarely have I ever looked six feet away from myself and thought somebody brought a sex toy to the podcast. <laughs> That fast, and that was very. Uh, so this is how you get nipple rings. Off. That's no, that's an official. Uh, that's the real church key. That's like, yeah, well, that's a heavy duty <laughs> church key right there. That's a tap handle. I, I wish I would have known there was a, a tool bringing thing. I uh, sorry, I had, the, I, I just bought I, a new tool. You oh, did? Well, yeah. you can tell okay, us about it. You can tell us about it. Yeah, I'm sure you have one. So you, you know, this is a audio podcast, so you don't yeah. actually have to hold <laughs> right, up said right. tool. Oh. But what Chris brought is an Whoa. actual tap handle yeah. from Burning River, Great Lakes Burning River, wow. that has had a. Bottle opener on the bottom that I could have used like nine seconds ago. It so, looks suggestive. And the irony of this is that this would be normally pulling a draft, mm -hmm. but now it's popping a tap. It literally, it literally tap. looks like the looks eggplant like egg, emoji. Uh, it does look like the eggplant <laughs> emoji. It's a straightened out eggplant emoji. <laughs> That's what I was say. Like if Captain Hook was a eunuch, yeah. anything can be a dildo <laughs> if you're brave enough. Right. Right. Taking your hook. Okay. So what, what was the tool that you? Uh, well, so my wife came back from this world rally thing mm -hmm. and broke my bike again. Cool. Yeah. The fork's leaking, pissing oil. 
oil all over the place. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I just fixed the other oil leaks. Mm -hmm. And so, I, well, I'm going to have to redo the forks, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I thought, wait a minute. I've been using film and credit cards to fix forks for years. Yeah. Well, you know, we've we've moved up to a, a little bit higher brow <laughs> at the McMike house. And so uh, I bought a fork doctor thing. And... Uh, Phil's probably going to get. I'm gonna, I'm well, did it work? So, well, yeah. So this thing's cool. It's a cylinder. Comes in different um, ranges: 35 millimeter, 45 millimeter. That's, so the, that's the straight one. Right? This so you is have to buy it so that is fork tube. So this is our a large and a small. This oh, is our right. nemesis around here. Yeah, the this seal is mate. the sealmate. Yes, yeah, seal and the sealmate is a love-hate relationship. Right. Because ten percent of the time your leaky seals are because you have an errant piece of grit yes. that is just the perfect size to get under not the dust seal but the the real the oil course, scraper right. seal and the seal mate again you can cut them out of a piece of film 35, 35 millimeter film works yeah, really great so yeah. slippery yeah it's, yeah it's rigid and it slides right in so, there or you can spend five dollars and get that thing right. uh that little piece of plastic there and the idea is you just basically slide that up between the fork well, stanchion. the shape. There's yeah. A, a ramped hook. Exactly. So as you're, as you're turning it with the hook facing Ooh, forward, things are riding up this little ramp. It goes right Ideally. Up. Yep. At home right so, now. and I've done that for years and it's worked well most yeah. of the time. Like you're saying, there's a ratio that it yeah. works and it doesn't work. So as I'm, re I was going to, you know, make another one because I couldn't find the one I used last year <laughs> out of milk crate. Exactly. Milk, right. Uh, the one gallon milk jug. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking for a piece of HDP or something to make right. it out of real quick. And then, I don't know what I was looking for something else on uh, Rocky Mountain's website for I had to order some uh, uh, oil filters for my DRZ. Okay. And in the corner of the thing, Google overheard me talking and they show me the shock doctor. <gasps> now this is a double-ended entendre thing. It's got uh, that hook that is on there, but it's right. a rigid cylinder-shaped thermoform plastic of some, or injection mold or whatever. Okay. All An right. Exaggerated version of that hooked ramp that is also graduated. So it goes in and it gets bigger as it goes in and then that ramp becomes more <laughs> Doesn't it always? Yeah. And, and there's, there's a little bit of directions on oh, it. Yeah. it. It comes in a little holder so it doesn't get fucked up in your toolbox. Okay, all right. So they a little put bit some time crazy, into it. But right. versus $300 of shock work it, or, yes. or 10 Absolutely. hours of my time because I'm going to break everything. And I know that we uh, we love to talk shit on these kind of things like the Sealmate, Shock Doctor. We, we talk shit because it's like, oh, it's truly the, it's the cheater. No, if it fucking works, it's, it's not cheating. Right. It's magic. Yeah. So, and I've used th that concept that you have in your hand, that, right. that flat version for a long time. After using this one that I just purchased, I will never bother with that. This, right. this has two ends. One cleaned the dust cap okay. underneath the dust cap, which I always forget to clean. And that's <laughs> so, and then when I put that back together, I've just instituted, you know, in, I've just, in, in, in what's the word? Introduced. Uh, introduced. Foiled. Yeah. More, yeah. Shit, more foliage to my yeah. shit storm. Yeah. Yeah. Then well, I'm going to go ahead and put my neoprene shock boots back on. Okay. And zip all, right. all the clay back in. Right. Because that's what happened in the first place. I didn't, I wouldn't wash the neoprene shock saver covers I have. Okay. And so when yeah. I unzip those after saturating them with WD 40 for about 20 minutes, they're packed with clay. Right. Mm. Exactly. Which was mostly dirt and, and shock <laughs> fluid. <laughs> no, shock and oil. the. So for people who are looking it up, it, it's actually called the Fork Seal Doctor, Thank not you. the Shock Doctor. But yeah, because the Shock Doctor. <laughs> oh, yo, oh yeah. guys. I, I must have accidentally clicked on the other link that I was had open on my phone. Uh, Old Doctor yeah. Shocker. There's all these people with fucking bugs on their yeah. computer now. They said it was the Shocker Doctor. <laughs> I don't know what the hell was up again. Imagine my surprise. Yeah. Uh, this explains well, 
think it was called the goatee fixer or something like that. <laughs> that was it. So yeah, that, uh, that's the fork seal, the fork seal doctor. Yeah. And the idea behind that is it's the same concept, but it's harder to fuck up. It's it's great because the uh, the it, it indexes itself. It, mm-hmm. yeah. it, oh, I, mean, I couldn't get over it. It takes all I of the guesswork. Clean. I did it a few times out of the uh, out of the game, right? Yeah. So I just kept yeah. reaming it until it was clean. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she tried. Reaming it until there you go. There you go. There's what it is. And it comes in orange if you have a KTM thing. (laughs) (laughs) If you need to do it weekly, you can get the orange one. They have a blue one for Husqvarna. Oh my god, that molded black thing is that's it's just the holder. Just the toolbox carry. Yeah. So just the tool is red. The red and snaps on, snaps on, snaps on, and you know you. Yeah. Right, and there you go. That's all. That's all it does right there. So. Yeah. That's how it works. Huh. And, you know, you simply prize in all of these tools to remember, I've seen people attacking um, using the, the 35 millimeter film or whatever. Remember that your dust seal mm-hmm. comes off first. <laughs> so don't use, <laughs> I, I love watching, not, not an, I, I I'm not an idiot, but I love watching people who aren't, are new to the game. They're going after the offending, leaking seal. I cleaned it 20 times. I cleaned it 20 times. You have only done the dust seal. Right. You have not gotten to the we actual seal yet. The salesperson's on there. Right, exactly. So the the real deal is you do have to drop the dust seal. Mm-hmm. So on any fork, whether it's an upside down or right side upper, the part you can see from the outside is the dust seal, oh, right? Yeah. Um, what do you, oh, Oscar's, Oscar's going down to see the She blonde. will tell you straight up she is not a bike mechanic, but no. she knows how to clean a seal in five seconds. Yes, she it's does. A great little video. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm sure she can help you blow a seal, too. The, uh, Actually, that's what yeah. it starts off with. Yeah. The video. Oh, she's they like, well, you know, say, when you've blown as many seals as I have, you'll learn say, about how to clean your seal. A lot of motocrossers' weekends have been ruined by blown seals. Yes, exactly. That's right. A lot of polar expeditions have been ruined by blown seals. There was a Penguin had to get his car fixed. Yeah, he I took it to the mechanic. Yeah. The mechanic's looking at the car and he's like, "Hey, it's gonna take me about an hour. Go across the street. You can do so. Have some food or something." So, the penguin goes across the street. He gets food. He gets some ice cream. He's eating and stuff like that. He goes back and he's like, "So, what'd you find out?" He's like, "I don't know." He goes. Uh, meanwhile, the penguin didn't do too good eating all the food, and so he's got ice cream all over himself. And he's like, I, "It looks like you blew a seal." He's like, "No, I swear to God, it's just ice cream." <laughs> You're the only person I know that takes longer than Dustin to tell that joke. <laughs> but Dustin has every time we'd ever said the word "blown seal." Yeah, he Dustin would. Oh, I swear it's just ice cream. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you for. Yeah. That's right, obligatory. So today's my day. That's good. Right. Yay! Right. Cameron is so fucking happy right now. <laughs> Have you said? Cameron's anything? just sitting there shutting the fuck up. He hasn't said one thing. No, because he knows that right now you're taking all the yeah. fucking hit. That's all right. I like yeah. it. I'm fine with it. Also, these things don't have I to feel be done alone. This thing is leaking. Right. We can do yeah. this twice, three times a year, depending yeah. on how dirty you're riding. You mean you can do pro? You can. You can. Proactive. You can prophylactically. Wow. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, I, that's a good word. What? Yeah, I, use, I use prophylactic all the time just because it makes my customers customers giggle. I'm like, you should prophylactically do. There are several things on your bike you should do prophylactically, and they're like, hmm. just for a tickle. I'm like, I use the word right. Shut the fuck up. I okay. texted you three pictures if you wanted to. Chrome you texted me. I sent you three wow. pictures if you wanted to Chromecast. That's, that's much more useful than actually bringing the tool in. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, this one looks like a JIS bit. Yeah, it's just oh, a so fit. It's a set of JIS screwdrivers. But yes, it's a close-up and actually like engineering drawing showing you the difference. Why they're between, different? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, they're made not to strip. 
Yeah, they're made well, out of strips. Exactly. So I've been like taking. I've basically had the whole Z125 apart already because I changed the body yeah. panels from red to green, and uh, <laughs> I didn't ruin a single piece of hardware because right. I had the right screwdrivers. I mean, and you can get a really nice set um, for about eighteen bucks on Amazon, four different sizes. You'll only need two, really. Right. Yeah. But and, uh, and handles it, look and look really cheap plastic, but they're actually really are they the blue or gray? Really nice. The black ones. The black ones. Yeah, yeah. They're they're. Really? We, as we've said on this podcast, and we should get a check um, from Vessel, yes. from Wessel. I was just looking at um, them up. Wessel is Vessel. I'm, I'm not even kidding. We use them. That, that's, that's just it. And if, if you found out about JAS because of our podcast, fucking awesome, man. Then, go, you know, if you found out about JAS because of our podcast, uh, give some Patreon money to the Motorcycles and Misfits or you something. You better quit while you're yeah. ahead. Yeah, because they are, they really do, there's our there's our diagram if you want to see the difference between what a JIS and a Phillips is. Um, you can just type in JIS versus Phillips and it really does show you how a Phillips is engineered to Vanderhorst out. Yeah, just yeah, no, I mean, like, I, 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 there was a whole video I watched one time, and it said that it was done for manufacturing, so, like, they couldn't, it's it's better to strip a bolt. Thank the, fucking Cadillac. Right. Because it was all about, we could either make a machine that installs a fastener, and then has a detector to detect when the fastener is fully seated, and then stop turning. Right. Or we could just use a bit and build a fastener to fit the bit. So who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. And you just drive it in, and when it's done seating, it'll just it and who gives a fuck? Comes out right, and that's the American way, mm-hmm. right? You know, more horsepowers, and that's why JIS, which is actually a device that imparts torque against something, mm-hmm. to the point where you can break the fastener, right. versus Phillips, which is you cannot impart enough torque to break the fastener. So strip it and get right, ahead. That's exactly it. If you're in Japanese, Japanese industry, industry, industry standard. standard. And if you have not, um, or just, I, I, sometimes I feel like this is, you know, the greatest hits. Uh, but if you do not own this, and this is the gray-handled one, the vessel, this the reason this is important is because this is an actual impact driver. Mm-hmm. But this only works in reverse. So um, unlike, you'd, you'd never want to use an impact driver to tighten something. Um, this only works backwards. So they come in all the, all the standard sizes, but when you put this into a fastener and you whack it with a hammer, it rotates an eighth of a turn mm-hmm. anti-clockwise. And they come in all the, all the various sizes, but that's called a vessel impacta, I-M-P-A-C-T-A, like an impacted bowel. And when you whack this thing, it will take a fastener that's been in a Japanese motorcycle for 40 years, and it will back it out cleanly. So those are made in Australia, so it goes counterclockwise? It goes, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It only goes backwards. (laughs) I have had people ask me, like, you know, well, I need an impactor that tightens it. I'm like, no, you don't. Finally, a left-handed screwdriver. Right, exactly. I've always wanted a left-handed screwdriver. I was was inspired to write the article that never got published about them because one day I was really bored and I went into the HD forums, which Uh I write for the homepage for, and I just Googled stripped carb screw. Oh, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Like, pages. Pages of the same thread of... And you can't blame these guys because, I mean, I grew up... It looks like a Phillips. Yeah. Nobody ever told me, like, oh, the reason there's a little dot on the screw is because it's a different type of screw. And especially, like, your average Harley DIY mechanic, it's not going to occur to them that their carburetor was made in Japan. Oh, God. 
or to a Japanese standard. Exactly. What? And that's that the whole thing is like, is it a Phillips head screw? Well, it's a cross head screw. And it's a JAS. And that's the thing is we've been attacking these things with the wrong tool for our entire lives. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that it, that is really what it is. Yeah, if you find a completely unmolested old old UJM, mm -hmm. not only that hasn't been cafeed to hell and back, but one that hasn't <laughs> been like, you know. There's no brown on it. Yeah. Right, that's true. And there's also Posi Drive too, which there's Posi Drive. Posi Drive is so. like the, the yeah. super old alpha British big stuff. dick energy it is. of, yeah. of cross-head yeah. screwdrivers, <laughs> in my opinion. That's like, that's It really you know, is. I was in the cabinet industry, that's where I saw those guys. Posi Drives, yeah. oh. absolutely. Because, you know what? They fucking work, man. Mm -hmm. And Posi Drives do work, but if you get them confused and you end up with Posi Drive shit in your toolbox, it's going to have a bad day. Um, it's just not, not going to go well for you at, at the office. Okay, who else got a tool? I do. So there's a lot of, everybody carries CO2 things yes. with them and all the stuff and everything. And there's yep. like a million Chinese different pumps and mm -hmm. stuff you can get, right? So there's yep. a dude who makes, it's called Moto Pumps. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't just go and just like outsource some Chinese thing and thing. I'm sure it's made in China, whatever, but mm -hmm. he had specs and he made it for a motorcyclist. Yeah. So one of the big things is it has an SAE or, you know, the actual SAE connector. Oh yeah, brother. So you're there. Yep. Um, light inside here with the thing. It has a Super screw smart. on yep. a thing. Screw, so you don't. Yes. You don't have to hold it onto the pump. And so if you're ever putting air into a motorcycle tire, right. you know that no three manufacturers ever decided to put the same angle of air filler yeah. system mm -hmm. right. on their bikes. Right. And sometimes the front of the bike requires a 90 degree head, right. and the back of the bike requires like no turn whatsoever. And it's a pain in the ass. What a dumb right. system. So that threads on. It threads on, so you just you put it on, then you turn it then on. Then you turn it on. It has the light. It has mm -hmm. a, a pressure gauge that's accurate Get the fuck and illuminated so you can see at night, so you can see it. <laughs> but here's the thing, and this is this is the important thing. So it's, yeah. it's designed as a 12-volt system, not something modified. Right. And at 4.75 amps, so it's not drawing a lot of amps, it gives mm -hmm. 50 PSI. Wow. Mm. So it's like you're not going to blow your battery out. You're not going to blow the thing out. Right. And it can actually fill your tire. I've used this thing more than I want to talk about. Yeah. And it's amazing. Like, let me see that because this is really small. And it comes it's with really this, light. and on top of that, yeah. so like if you you know if you're at your car, it comes with the other guy that plugs in. Oh, so it comes with the actual cigar lighter plug adapter yeah, that, that goes from the cigar lighter to the SAE. SAE. Right. Wow. And this little neoprene thing, which this travels from all my bikes. When right. I get in my bike, I put it. And underneath it's got the, the two seat. adapters in the back, so you can blow up your if you're your, camping, your moto camping, well, or your and, love doll. And you're, if you're yeah. camping, if you're moto camping, and you have your little thing, it has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What does that cost? Uh, it, hold on, hold bucks. on. Feels like eighty nine bucks. That's what I was gonna say. Um, you can find yeah. it for fifty nine usually, <gasps> and sometimes forty nine on sale. I gotta say, like, this is the right size. Right. Yeah. And you, the CO two things are a fool's errand. Right. Because if you have a leak and you fixed it with less than two cartridges, mm -hmm. even the big boy girthy cartridges, <clears throat> and you need more cartridges. You can't refill those CO two cartridges, right. no matter how hard you blow. Yeah, that's 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 wild, man. Yeah, like, so gotta, I've I've used this thing a lot. Like you saw me with the the scoot when I had the, yeah. when I bought the bike and I had the dead tire, yeah. but I hadn't changed it yet. Yeah, mm -hmm. it wasn't holding air that well. This got me through a whole day of and that is myself that and, is properly small. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I mean, it'll fit in pretty much anything. It yeah. won't take up any space. And my solution for that has always been I have a good quality inflator that we all know, like mm -hmm. the, the 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 one. Right. That we have that that's as big as a shoebox. 
and has a cord on it that's 30 feet long or whatever. Right. And my thing was I took that cord, put an SAE plug on the end of it, right, packed of it, and made it myself, and then the big plastic casing, oh, yeah. I beat the shit out of it with a hammer. Right. I, I DIY deconstructed it. Right. So I was left with the pump that's in there, mm -hmm. the little rotary pump, the little, little hilarious little piston pump that's in there. Mm -hmm. I was left with that, and then I cut another pump apart to get the good fixture, the good right. air filler chuck valve on there. And so I totally made my own by completely destroying another device. But I think the but big, I don't have a good gauge at all right, on and, it. And, but the important part is, is the amps that it's drawing. There's nothing. Right. So Whereas like, mine will blow a fuse like that. Right. And, or suck your battery down. Yeah, or I've got to like hook that, mine directly to the battery. It's still a good idea to run your bike while you're running that, no? I don't uh, think you have to. Not, I, I mean, not I, less like I just always do. It's you know what I say. Better to be fucking safe. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, safe, like, right? yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. The kickstart. It's, it's not yeah. going to hurt anything. Yeah, either way, it's not going to hurt. I don't anything. want to bump start a fucking yeah, a big bike. Like, right. Yeah. So that's that's really smart. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is like like as you can see from the design, everything's hidden in it. So like your wires wrap I mean, up. That's into what I think is cool about it. And, it. and the fact that it's not going to be difficult to Tetris into your saddlebags. No, exactly. Or okay, how about this? I don't have anything. I don't even have it. It's underneath my that takes up five hundred. I mean, that takes up less volume space than a beer can. Yeah. So that's really that's really cool. I've never seen a linear a no. linear pressure yeah, it's gauge. Always a dial, that's right? that's yeah. awesome. It is yeah. kind of weird. I've yeah. been carrying a slime pump. I don't know if we're allowed to yep. say slime. No, no, and that's it's, it's half that size. That's the one I deconstructed. And, okay, so yeah. I have the little gray one with the push button, and it's yeah. got a light, and it's got that. I don't know if it's accurate or not because I never right. bothered to mm. check tire pressure, and I'm on the side of the road right. sitting in the mud. But um, <laughs> I've used that, and I I actually modified a cigarette plug thing, cigar lighter thing yeah. with an SAE. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I just plug it in my tether, mm -hmm. and then run that. So that's an eight amp um, fuse. Right. Right. So that's plenty. And I've used that tons of times for my DR. You saw me try yeah. to use yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> when you spun the thing, yeah. You know. Yeah. So and that was that was when I decided I'm going to carry both now, which mm -hmm. I, I don't know. But yeah, I mean. If you can't if you can't spring for the fifty sixty bucks whatever, right? There are some options that might be okay, but I've had that pump in my saddle in yeah. whatever. The bike. slime one I have that I totally deconstructed. Yeah, it's been there for me. It's been a reliable yeah, friend. Okay. I mean, it's been okay, and I, I did have to do some hillbilly engineering on sure. it. But well, that's the thing. If you have fifty badass. bucks and you get it, you that's get easy. the whole package yeah. done. And as it says right on it, so right. this is the important thing too. Since instead of hillbilly engineering, right, it has a five year warranty. Which is wow. fucking crazy. That's and that's called moto, moto Pumps. <clears throat> moto Pumps. Moto Pumps. That's and this cool. is called the Mini Pro Inflator. <clears throat> right, yeah. So they must yeah. have other models. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But this, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Maxi. But, I mean, if you're looking, yeah. if you go to his website, I think there's one, like, there's a price. Yeah. But if you have access to Adventure Rider, yeah. look up the Moto Pumps thread, and yeah. he has a, a code for to all get the, a, to a get discount. it for, like, 10 bucks off or something like that. What'd you bring for us, Nick? What's it look like? It looks like a, a gapper. Gauge. Yep, yeah. it's a feeler gauge. Feeler gauge but and a gapper. It's got a spark plug. A spark plug gapper. Tool. Yeah, and yeah. it's also got spark plug gapping. Those little wire things. The wire ones. Yeah, the loops. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that is the deluxe feeler gauge. <clears throat> yeah, Ooh. can also be used to ward off vampires. You could, because you hold it up, <laughs> okay, it up open true. it up that, that way, it becomes a crucifix. I mean, I, I was I feeling a little about. pushed back. <laughs> it's not exactly easy to find the good gap tools anymore that aren't the coin. Yeah, the coin is right. Exactly. are way better. So if you if you imagine one of those coin things that you see at AutoZone all the time, that some well some of them are like the the ramp. It's a ramp on a coin. But some of them also have the little loops. Yeah, um, yeah, but this is cool. it, but in 
feeler gauge form. It's really nice because it is all in a thing. Right, so this is all of your electrical and set on an old bike. Points gap yep. and spark plug valves. Yep. 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 Yeah. Valves, yep. Yeah, absolutely. You, well, that you must carry that with you anytime you're on the bike. I bought this <clears throat> at Habitat for Humanity Restore for $1. One doll hair. I like restore. So yeah. if you want one, go to your local Habitat for Humanity store. And wait till one of those shows. Wait till one of those shows. But it's made by KD Tools, KD yeah. number 164. Yeah. Made in USA. It is, yeah. Wow. 1947. It's got the rust to prove it. That's, I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, for the record, just so you know, because it is KD Tools, and because that is a brand that still exists, mm -hmm. you can still buy that, by the way. And it is going to set you back... A dollar? Seven dollars. Dude, you scored. Seriously? Damn. So you scored. Um, <clears throat> that, that exact same article, part number 164, is available. Made in the USA, Lancaster, PA. Damn. Um, I've seen them for between seven and ten dollars. That's Thomas, amazing. Thomas it is, it is pretty amazing. And uh, that's because KD... Um, KD Tools in Lancaster, PA, still exists. That's brand new for seven dollars. Brand new. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah, brand new. So, so between seven and yeah, between seven and ten bucks yeah. to, from various scumbags. So there you have it. Um, yeah, so that exists, and and that is the right way to look it up. Do look it up by using what you said, KD, KD tools, tools, number 164. Number 164. <laughs> and then you too could have one of those, but yeah. you got the advantage of buying it from Habitat for Huge Manatees. We yep. And that's, uh, that's a big thing. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fucking fantastic, man. And you know what's neat about that is you have all those spark plug tools that are in there. Um, that is so much a better way to adjust the spark plug than dropping it on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, it, it works so much better. The uh, So this is a follow-up for Cam. So things that you stick in your... Blank? <clears throat> impact driver. Yes. So things that you stick in your impact driver. Um, I have stumbled upon these guys, and I don't know if anybody else has stumbled upon these guys, but... So this is uh, a company that is a German company that is represented here in the United States, and these are manufactured here in the United States, and they are uh, in Monticello, Minnesota. Yeah. And you can buy Weeha tools from the Willy Hahn Corporation. Now, if you don't get a cheese curd when you buy these things, I don't know what's wrong. But what's super cool about these things is they have built into their impact tools a strain relief so that you don't break off your either break off your fasteners or more importantly do what we all do and that is round off our fucking tools or shatter your cryogenic or, bit exactly thank you so every single one of these terminator style tools that they make or the set that they have um they'll do a small enough packet for like thirteen dollars and thirty six cents that has all the standard tips. And you can put them into your Dugga 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 and your Dugga 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 won't destroy what you're working on anymore. Hmm. And these things are really clever. And it's called Weha, W-I-H-A. And around here at the shop, I take apart a lot of stuff. You know, we, we take off accessories, we pull off exhaust systems, and there's a lot of Dugga 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 going on, but if you're using an impact driver, you know, a handheld 12 volt or 24 volt impact driver that doesn't have a, a it doesn't have a ramp on the side, mm -hmm. it doesn't have a valve on the side 
for how violent you can make that thing. And these impact bits from Weeha, they actually do reduce, they bleed off the impact. So not only does it protect itself from rounding itself out or rounding off the mm -hmm. fastener, because the worst thing you can do when you have an, a stuck fastener is mm. destroy the fastener. Right. Because now what the fuck do you do? Because the head of it is now turned to cheese or it's gone entirely. Mm -hmm. And now we're getting into welding things to things. <laughs> Wouldn't it be better if you could just ease that fucker out gently mm -hmm. with the force of a thousand little hammers? Mm -hmm. And... Well, I'm not implying... <laughs> Nick liked that one. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not implying that you're not aware of this. Yeah, yeah. There is always the option of taking a cutoff wheel on a yeah. Dremel and cutting a big slot into it. Again, I would rather screwdriver. not go to that resort. I would rather get off before the train hits that yeah. end of the tunnel, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You just mentioned starting to weld stuff, and I'm like... Well, I mean, end result. End a, result, there's right? There's a step before right. that. Oh, no, there is, and we yeah, know when that... Dremel, when, you, when you round off the slot you made with the Dremel, I was going to say. I was going to say. That cutting a slot yeah. into the fastener works at least 6% of the time. <laughs> at least. So Maybe as high as 10% but if it's I, a grade I, I A fastener. I have a higher success rate only because the only tool my dad kept when he got out of the Navy was his giant two-foot-long snap-on deck plate screwdriver nice. from the nice. submarine. Nice. <laughs> so like that, you, you get a lot of torque. You do get a ton of torque with that. But you know what 100% will come from that? If you will score or break or mar whatever yeah, surfaces oh, around yeah, the absolutely. bolt with that. Guaranteed. 100% yeah, yeah. Yeah, success rate. You're, you're, you're not careful. Right. Yeah. The likelihood of the fastener failing is directly related to the expense of the part it's on. Right. How countersunk it is. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, if it's, and so this is a good combination. So if you have a good impact tool that you're like and you use all the time, you add 20 bucks worth of bits to it. And now what's going to happen is instead of that bit lasting exactly, you know, 10 uses and then rounding out and being useless mm -hmm. forever, now this bit can last you a really, really long time. And you can do, um, you know, the Phillips 25-pack, that 25-pack of bits is just slightly more expensive than a 25-pack of actual normal bits that don't have the, yeah, that don't have the strain relief built into them, that don't have that tuning built into them. The other thing is uh, Handyman's secret weapon, the gator socket. Oh, yeah. So these things were the, were the bane of every real mechanic. Um, everybody makes one of these. Every horrible tool manufacturer makes this. It's a giant, you know, 32 millimeter socket loaded with a bunch of pins. So the idea is this thing doesn't care whether it's a 7 sixteenths or a 15 millimeter or a 19 millimeter. Bring out your dead. You can have something rounded out so bad. If you put this spring loaded piece of shit onto a rounded <laughs> off lug nut, and reef on it with you know 360 foot pounds, things magic things are gonna happen. I, I was I always wondered how reliable those are. I mean, are they just for like really shitty scenarios? More reliable than it should be. Okay. This is garbage. Yeah. Okay. This is garbage of the highest reason. order. But it like, just you don't, exists. Think, you don't think with the how few pins are actually in there, yeah. like it should be as uh, accurate as it is. And I have but, three of these. I have one with the round pins, which is the junky one, and then I have the super nice one with the hex pins. That's the thing. I was saying the bees designed this, so yes. that makes sense. Yes. Uh, the bees, the bees did design this. Right. <laughs> designed by bees. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Apiary approved, yeah.
So if you stick um, your finger in there and turn it, you're gonna snap a knuckle. There's some there's some damage on there. Again, I've had that I've had that exact one for at least twenty yeah. years. So uh, like, the uh, gator grip is fine if you don't plan on using the fastener that you're pulling yeah, out that ever. Again. No, this is God. truly one, new, the nuclear answer. Yeah. My finger yeah. has no flat sides on it. That's exactly. <laughs> now it does. Yeah. 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 It'll break your fucking finger. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big yeah. one too. That's bigger than the one I have. You could put a Cam. Of course, mine's bigger than the one you. So have. He's also <laughs> also my girlfriend in college was a springy pile of shit too. What's funny is I think I own about four or five of these scattered through various toolboxes, because Adam Savage made an amazing book called Every Tool Is a Hammer, right? And I'm gonna say that that is every wrench. Can we can we talk about him for one second? Sure. The King. So I'm I'm fairly tattooed. Right. He has the best tattoo. He has a gauge. Yeah. A fucking ruler right. on he's his arm. A, that yeah. is accurate. He's got a and they even figured out the shrinkage yep. so that he could actually. Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, Hold on. You're gonna get. You're gonna get a little bit of. Did he tattoo his wrist or his dick? No, oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's gonna. It's gonna compress a little bit as it heals. So they figured out. Oh, the, they, they can, did. Yeah, yeah. So it's accurate. Oh. <laughs> I thought he got his dick. Pier- I thought no, no, he got no, his no, dick no, tattooed no. to the ruler. No, oh, I'm gonna be like. Like everybody was like, what a dumb tattoo. Cold water. It goes metric. It goes in centimeters <laughs> right, and it got right, inches. Right, right, no, but right. if you think about it, what a great, like, think, I mean, like. That's cool. You, oh, yeah, I find myself reaching for a, a, a scale right. all the time. Like, I've I'm measured my thumb a few times just so I can say, like, yes. okay, that's four yeah. inches, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, I, I you know, again, can count to 21 to without taking my pants off. Your finger yeah. Four <laughs> <inches>. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> this thing. Look at these things. I got yeah. some mitts, dude. This is, I think they call, I think the universal, I think the marketing victory tool is called gator grip okay um i I think they've just won at this point um whatever other company came up with it there's probably some dude who's like a really good machinist who invented this right but he didn't think to call it something cool like the gator grip he probably called it like the jb2000 or something and then somebody went that's called a gator grip and people were like i I, i'll I'll get behind that same guy that made gator Gator grip that i bought in high school uh came in like a little pouch yeah like it had a belt loop on it which i even then i thought what right next to your leatherman yeah exactly like but it had a um it had a three-eighths inch drive ratchet on it with kind of a short lever and the lever could rotate okay the lever was really narrow yeah like it was very obvious that it was designed for you to be able to to take whatever pipe, pipe you had yeah. nearby. Oh, clearly it was just a cheater pipe receptacle. It was, yes. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it it was not intended to be used on its own. It wow, was, it was made to fit. It was meant to pipe. literally just be a receptacle for, for a, a cheater, cheater pipe. pipe. Nice, yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, insert jack handle here is what I, you know, usually. Pretty much, yeah. My in my garage, it's always like. Because <laughs> most, like, even most 3 inch ratchets, you'll have a hard time sometimes with some jack handles fitting it if you have, like, one of the smaller floor jacks. Yeah, oh, yeah. But this one was narrow enough that you could take the small jack handle on. My wife must be a mechanic because she always talks about a cheater pipe. <laughs> oh. Hey-oh. But does she have a gator grip? That's what I'm saying. And that is a damn good question. Yeah. That, I want to I mean, know. Don't tell me. I want to yeah. The uh, so anyway, that's that's kind of anybody else got any cool tools? So I, I didn't get to bring it, but I did. The one when, once I started working into vintage scooters, the one thing that I saw in motorsports when I was back in, in San Diego was the third hand. Oh yeah. That's one of those tools that most people that are not into doing anything with motors, but like old scooters, motorcycles, and you don't get to see that one. Yep. But it's, and it's that such is a, nice a thing tool. that comes out of the bicycle industry, and 
it is yeah. one of those things that and what a lot of people forgot is there's a third hand tool and there's a fourth hand tool. What, what the fuck is a okay. fourth hand tool? Exactly, guys. We're about to let you know. We're about to let you know. What a secret here. Right? Glad you showed up. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's a third hand tool and there's a fourth hand tool. And the difference between a third hand tool and a fourth hand tool is the fourth hand tool locks. So the third hand tool simply pulls. No, but that's luck. It put well, but that's that that's that one of those things is well, there is the acceptable name of a thing and then there's what it actually is. Okay. Okay. So there's Kleenex and then there's facial tissue, right? <laughs> so we all understand that. <laughs> so yeah, if you're gonna all, look yeah. uh, if you're gonna look at the top of this device, the fourth hand cable stretching tool, uh, which is what it's technically called. So right here you're gonna see a lock. Okay, so I do have and you see that see yeah. that little arm there, that little that window has got some teeth up there where yeah. the cursor is. And the idea is that you can use this to impart a drag on a cable. Yeah. And you impart the drag and then you activate the lock. Yeah. Then that leaves your other two hands free to adjust, to adjust the pinch the, bolt. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? Or the ferrule, as mm -hmm. some people might call it. Mm -hmm. And to adjust the barrel adjuster. Right. So this holds all the tension on the cable. Right. Whereas the third hand tool is simply all of that without the ratchet part. Also, it so it's still it's a tugger and it pulls right, it. Right. You know, give them a tug, boys, and it'll pull it. But then you have to continue maintaining pressure on it. So the third hand tool, that's what that is. Uh, the fourth hand tool, cable stretching tool, also technically a third hand tool. Those little alligator grips, mm -hmm. alligator uh, clips that have a magnifying glass so you can solder oh, wires yeah, yeah, together yeah, yeah. easily. That'd be yep. a third hand tool as well. I use that pretty much daily. Yeah. That's yeah, a weird then. little hack tool if you want to know about a hack tool. Yes, I love love that. Um, if you've ever done any drop ceiling kind oh, of Oh, grid right? ceilings? Grid fucking ceilings. hate that there goddamn thing. There is a little spring-loaded tool with two little rubber uh, pads in it, and it's got a little cammed lever that's maybe two and a half, three inches long total. You can accommodate, I don't know, a half inch to three quarters of an inch of something. Okay. And it'll squeeze down to zero without damaging anything because it's designed to hold two pieces of that 16th inch or 8th inch track together while you rivet it, while you drill it and rivet really? it. Really? And you can use it to hold all kind of sheet metal instead of a Clico or whatever, you know. Yeah. yeah. Or any kind of thing, any a piece of wire. If you want to pull a wire out of a housing that's spring-loaded, yeah. put that on there, it'll grab and the wire without, is not only without smashing the wire or crimping mm -hmm. all the strands. Wow. Um, okay, I mean, that's really important. I mean, because the idea of being able to hold a lot of pressure on something. Really? Oh, yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Like, but you know, not break it. No, no, it's in its... the the. I don't know what uh, the durometer of the, the rubber is, but it's pretty soft. Yeah. But hard enough that it'll grip and not slide. Because you're up on a ladder with one leg. Yeah, on I mean, that's excellent. Switch and doing whatever, you don't want to fall off. Yeah, I didn't, I, I've gone a cursory search of ceiling, you know, drop ceiling tools or TIG, you know, TIG stealing or whatever they call that term is. But yeah, really, um, I mean, that's, yeah, absolutely. Being able to hold on to something without damaging it, uh, it's tough because when I grab, you know, when I use Gerber tool or something like that, yeah, yeah, ninety percent of the Look time. Up three inch drop ceiling clamp, hundred, one hundred and fifty cents. Hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Look at that. One hundred and fifty cents. My God, that's you gonna be. That? I do, and that is exactly what that is. That looks that? like sorry, that yeah. looks like something that would be a, a, a big fan of the, yeah, the piercing industry. Yeah, some asshole sells those in a bag for building model cars. For yeah. like get out of here! Really? Tiny clamps, yeah. Yeah, and they probably come in different sizes. Okay, let me the see ones that I use are that. Because you know, when you're trying to paint stuff, you can't be holding the your fingers take up a lot of space when you're painting mm. like a distributor. Sure. 
for that's in one twenty. There you go. Oh, that's no, what it is, guys. Yeah. I thought that was an animal husbandry tool. I didn't well, know can, that was. You can a... adapt it to whatever you want. Yeah. I thought it was a nipple clamp. Yeah. They come in different. Uh, colors I love the there, fact right? that it's ten dollars and you get six no, of that's, them. Yeah, it's a six pack. So that is a suspended ceiling grid clamp. Yeah. Hmm. And boy, you know what that would also be good for is pinching off your goddamn fuel line in the winter time. I have used it. Uh, It'd be perfect for that because one, you're not giving up your best pair of ice grips right, right. for something that's not you know going to put them out of service for how many months. Yeah, it's it's, it's absolutely not going to cut the line. Is the tension adjustable? Yes, yeah, so you can slide that. The yeah, you can thing. slide the thing up and down. Put it, there's a there's actually a flat spot in that. Yeah, that arm. I see that. Maybe a three quarter inch range. So you or, can adjust the tension. Or yeah. if you got to take a piss and you ride on the road. That's what I'm saying. Just to, clamp it off. Going to uh, Cedar Point. <laughs> you could save your life, man. <laughs> if you only had that, yeah. that guy could have held it until he got back to Michigan. <laughs> he just saved a life. It, it could have saved, saved a life. West Virginia was going back to. Right. That could right. pinch off a bad artery or anything. Okay. I mean, that's oh, yeah. that's really cool. So I didn't even know that existed. So Suspended fun. ceiling grid clamp. Cool. That's a clever piece of kit. And because there's six of them for 10 bucks. You could ch just chuck a couple of those in your toolbox. Yeah, yeah seriously. And anytime you need to pinch off a fuel line, because believe me, when I'm working on stuff, especially the side of the road, and I pull a carburetor off, yeah, eh, yeah right. It's going everywhere, guys. And if I had that, that that's yeah. super cool. Yeah. Leave one in the bike. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what he said. Couple he said it's a keychain. Oh, I thought you said a couple of yeah. tool yeah, That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. And if you do run into a girl who's like, you know, hey, hey, game right. on, man. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> or if you can't find your sock at night next to the bed, you need, you know. Because it's still in the charger. Right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Mike bringing it all the way around. <laughs> I never thought about I never thought about a heated happy sock before. I might have to go join the army again. I will volunteer for that Arctic expedition. Oh my God, you're right. You mean I have not just one but two happy heated socks or heated happy socks? So, uh, oh my God, now's the best time to bring this up, I suppose. There was a friend of ours that um, his fiance left him, uh, and like uh, relatively. You're laughing about the fact that his fiance left. Him. Well, it's oh, yeah. oh, I thought you said Beyonce left him. I'm like, I'm only oh, no. one dude. <laughs> his, his fiance had left him, and a couple months later, it was Christmas, and for Christmas, all of them, all of them got him packages of athletic socks. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because once they're crusty, just throw them away. Don't yeah. even bother running through the wash. That's, I mean, that uh, that that electric that electric heated sock is nothing but you know electric heated snake warmer. Yep. It, it's to Dude, keep your cold blooded invertebrates. That's a pro tip. Warm. <laughs> that's a pro tip. That is a pro tip right there. Yeah. Damn. Anybody got anything else? That's what I call podcast guys. Uh, ride fast and take chances. Press the fucking button. Oh, where's the button? I moved the button.